What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Reinhard von Krieger. Hello. What's up? Dogbot. Hello, sir. Howdy, y'all. Joining us all the way from the land of the rising sun, Alt Skull. What's up? Hey, hey, hey. And down in the dungeon, taking notes, Grognak. What up? What up? All right. What's up, guys? Welcome to uh, the Friday show, Saturday show. What day? What the hell day is it? I never know what day it is anymore. Just, just, I think the calendar is fucked with me. Yeah, the day the day we're recording it is currently a Saturday. Okay, that's right. It is Saturday today. Sunday for me. That's right. That's right. You're in the future. You're in the future. Is there are there fl- are there flying cars? No, it's pretty boring in the future. Actually, I would say there's more black people, but I'm in Japan. No, just you just black have people wearing masks twenty four seven. There is that, yeah. There is. There's just their soulless black hearts. <sighs> yes. I got your little. Well, speaking of your little soulless, did the solar flare happened for you. Oh, the solar flare that was supposed to happen. When was, was that supposed, supposed to, to be happen? like catastrophic? Solar flares. That was. Uh, I don't uh, see. Just hot. Are we pre. Are we preemptively talking about the solar flare in case Johnny's internet goes out so we can blame it on? The- <laughs> no, that was, that was yesterday and a couple days before that, too, supposedly. Yeah, Friday and so Wednesday. we made it. Yep. There was a supermoon this week. I'm not exactly sure, other than it being slightly bigger to your naked eye, why the moon is suddenly super. But it did look very cool behind scattered clouds when I was uh, leaving for work in the morning the other day. Yeah, there yeah, was some it, really it was cool, very cool. There were some really cool uh, clouds the other night. It was late, and uh, the moon was huge. Yeah, I was that. I love those huge uh, full moons. Yeah, I don't know what exactly makes it super either. You know, I mean, other than it being bigger, I, and yeah. I don't understand on the uh, the biblical cosmology model uh, why it would be slightly bigger on some days than uh, on others. I'm pretty sure David Weiss has an answer for that in his app, which you can go download. For $5. For $5. For $5. It's actually a good app. It's actually not a bad app. I don't mind the app. Um, I did give him, we did, listen, I did give him shit the entire time he was on the show for shilling his app. (laughs) But it's a good app. It is. It's a good app. I don't, I want to know. Well, I, I want to know what the science, like what, like how you know, how does science TM uh, explain supermoons? Like it, it's that much closer. Like we can see the soon is like I mean the moon, the soon. The so moon. I have NASA's website up. Okay. With the explanation. What is NASA's explanation? Can I, can I guess before? Can I yes. just guess? Yeah, I'm go gonna ahead. guess atmospheric lensing is their explanation, which is actually a, a more decent explanation than than uh, I would expect, but okay. maybe I'm wrong. Okay, atmospheric lensing. Dogbot, do you have a guess? God decides I'm going to make it a little bigger to oh, mess with that's, them. I'm, NASA's not going to say that. That's not what NASA's going to say, but whatever. Lucifer oh. decides. Grognak, do you have a guess? Oh, okay. oh for, for NASA? Yeah, what NASA's going to um, say, yeah. Just that the moon is traveling closer some weird orbit thing. Yeah, I was I'm, I was going to go with an orbital anomaly myself. But go yeah, ahead, that, Reinhardt, that is basically it. So a ah. supermoon occurs when the moon's orbit is closest, perigee, I don't know, to Earth at the same time the moon is full. So what's so special about a supermoon? 
Uh, the moon orbits Earth in an ellipse, an oval that brings it closer to and farther from Earth as it goes around. So the farthest, <laughs> the farthest point in this ellipse is called the apogee and is about 253,000 miles from Earth on average. The closest point is, is the perigee, which is an average distance of about 226,000 miles. So it's 20, 27,000 miles closer. What's the furthest again? Uh, 253. Oh, wow. It's farther now. I thought it was 237 million. I remember Apogee and Perigee. Yeah, Apogee. I remember. 37 is like the average of. Oh, that makes sense. That make. Thank you. Thank you, Skull. This is why. See, that's why you're the educator of the group. I'm the moon guy. Well, you're also the moon guy. You like See, mooning people? Well, here's <laughs> no. Here's the thing. Okay, Dogbot's the tranny. It's kind of weird. It is. Stop. And Dogbot's the tranny guy. Reinhardt's the nephilim guy. Um, you know, Skull's the moon guy. Well, the thing about thing about like the tranny guy and the moon guy. Like I was doing the moon thing same time Skull was, but I was banned from Twitter, so Skull got all the all the all the not the glory, but like you know, people think of that. They think of Skull when they think of trannies. For some, well, they think of Dogbot. Because if once again mm. I was banned from Twitter when you were doing the whole like transvestigator cool. thing, so <laughs> it was like okay. lucky me, lucky me on the tranny part, unlucky me on the moon part. I guess yeah, I was gonna say you kind of dodged one bullet there. I dodged one bullet. I don't know. Sure. Like I think it's pretty cool that you don't have any photographs out there of you mooning anybody. You know, no, you nobody's kinda, mooning. It's a good thing. You're. I don't think anybody on this panel has mooned anybody since the 80s, if at all. Uh, Why are we talking about Korean politics again? Someone remind me. Wait a second. <laughs> are we talking about? Are we talking about uh, other events that happened at the barn? Right. Oh. Rein- Reinhardt, like <laughs> Alt Skull and I were children in the 80s. We weren't mooning anybody. Oh, says you. That was the only time we ever did any of that shit. Mostly. That's when you could do it without getting a lifetime sexual. Um, right. Sexual, there was uh, watch li- whatever that list is. You put on yeah, that sexual a, offenders list. There was list. a kid in my middle school who mooned somebody, and he got expelled for sexual harassment because of it. See, you were also twelve, like now. So, like the laws were really bad then, which is now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like two thousand five. No, I know. You're like I was in fifth grade. I was in fourth grade last year. Okay, and uh, Reinhardt, you're young, is what I'm saying. I just graduated, okay? Sure. I know, I know. Listen, listen. Homeroom, homeroom wasn't all that long ago. It was four periods ago. Anyways. I just graduated. Uh, I'm almost 30. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Enough shit posting. We have content. Just kidding. We have a bunch of shit posting to do. So... I don't know. I guess we can consider that shit posting. Did we ever? Did we ever really finish up all that stuff with the? Uh, no, we didn't. We we talked about Alex Jones and we talked about some of the Donald Trump stuff on on uh, last week's Nationalist Inquirer. But uh, man, what a shitstorm of everything that whole Mar-a-Lago thing set off. Yeah, it's really weird how they've push Trump back into the spotlight. I mean, and I guess, I guess before he does a 2024 run because now it's supposedly happening. I guess after this too, Trump was like, yeah, I'm definitely running. Oh, it's I mean, happening. everybody assumed he was going to be running the entire time. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't think no anybody actually thought they, he wasn't. Yeah. Like no matter how many times they've 
impeach him or whatever or how many times they try to prop up other governors and everything it's, I, I it's love just peaches. assumed that he's going to be the nominee i love peaches by the way speaking of impeach, i was <clears throat> i was under the impression recently that or, or just sort of the assumption rather rather i wouldn't have been thinking about it all that much but i just thought well you know trump's been out of the spotlight for so long and there's cutards, but they're a fringe little internet group, and it's not really the he doesn't really have the momentum that he had before. And mm. so then they did the Mar-a-Lago thing, and there's all this interesting stuff leading up to it. Like he announced on August eighth. I don't know, man. This is really this takes a lot of explanation, but like eight eight is Trump's number for his text thing. It was eight eight, I believe zero zero two 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 is twenty two thousand twenty two. So eight eight. August 8th, 2022, had posters saying that a big surprise was coming, right? Yeah, and what day did he get Mar-a-Lago happen? 8-8. Yeah, 8-8. Yeah. 8-8. August 8th, that happens. And there was no other mention of this surprise that he had coming, which was the most interesting part. He wasn't like, oh, yeah, I was going to launch that thing, but they raided Mar-a-Lago. It was like, no, there was just the raid on Mar-a-Lago. So that was the surprise, which was, in my opinion, him launching his new his campaign for 2024 dark man i'm back in the spotlight now guys here i am let's fucking go yeah i mean i can hear the afers with let's go all the way from here you know there's yeah very well they are they're they're very very gay have you seen the picture of baked alaska lying there with the sodomite milo I don't, I'd rather not. I, I mean, yeah. they're both fully clothed, so it was just you know some bro type shit there, but totally, yeah, no. Yeah, whether that's actually him or not, that's still really gross. Yeah, I mean, Alex sent me this terrible picture this morning from Gavin McInnes's thing that ha- that was Debbie Harry and the bits and pieces. And I'm like, gross, dude. Debbie Harry, like Saturday recent morning. Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry's got to be like what a hundred. Yeah, but it's like an old picture and. He's like, is this proof that Debbie Harry is biologically female? And I'm like, no, I, I'm not looking at that picture. You're like, first but of no, all, first of all, that's a male skull. Yeah. First of all, that's a male skull. Second, no, it doesn't prove anything. I mean, people, people try to say that the, uh, the Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee video where, you know, he did what he did to whatever that is there. Uh, they call that, you know, evidence and proof doesn't know that's proof. One of the Hilton sisters too had a moment getting oh, out of a Paris limousine. Yeah, Paris. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, no! They get out of the limousine. That was Nikki Hilton. It was Nikki. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Nikki I mean, is Nikki's more the even more mannish one with the ma- massive ring finger. Yes, and, uh, she's very yeah. ma- like she is. Um, re- remember the 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 aliens from when. Uh, when Obi-Wan went to look at the clones, the long necked aliens, remember, like right, imagine yeah, if there was a yeah, male yeah. one, that's Nikki Hilton. Like right. <laughs> that long ass neck that that thing has. It's huge. Massive, long, gangly arms. Yeah. And, yeah the it's just, they're all extended. It's yeah. got Castrati she written all over rake. it. A what? A rake? She might be a rake. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know. It's a cryptid. I know. A forest cryptid. I, I know what it is. I wasn't thinking it was something you'd use in your garden. I was. I know you scuttled. Well, I, was, th- I was thinking yeah. he was trying not to say ho. Right. I mean, that was actually for that talk about was actually really good, by the way. Sir, I give I applaud you on that one. That was very hold on a second. 
Give you some applause on that one, bro. What was um, that? Was that applause? Yeah. That was tepid. That was, te- gotta- that was a golf clap. I gave you the golf clap. You get the golf club. Mm. What? It's better, clap. it's better than the one-handed club. Have you ever swung a golf club? I'm just curious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so my, you can play golf? My brother golfs. I, I, my brother golfs a lot. I golfed with him quite a bit when we were younger. Uh, I'm not great at it, but I can golf. I know Skull can't because he'd rip like a trap or something or like pull an oblique. But what about you, Reinhardt? I have and can definitely chuck a golf club very far. How is that an insult, could, Skull? By the way, it's not. All I'm right, just like right, right. it's. I know. It's, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a it's a bodybuilding joke. And like Dude, every I time I come, he, home, I know he totally got it. Oh yeah, no. Every but time like, I come home, I I hit the putt putt, and I'm the winner out of my family. So there's that. Oh, putt putt, like dude. Coming home ritual. You don't even want to really swing in a golf club, is it? There, you is swing there a golf? it. The ball goes in the hole thingy. Mm, so. You tap, you tap a little ball. There's a lot of tap, 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 tap. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. call. Yeah. I wouldn't. It's not really, it's not really right? lifting it up over your head and swinging it, is no. it? No. So if, do you go, dog about now? You're now not the, winning at putt putt if you do. No, you're you actually. Seen me play putt putt. You guys are actually usually thrown off the course if you raise them over your head. I believe that's a rule. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So hey, Dogbot, what's your uh, what's your handicap? Uh, I suck okay. at golf. I was just okay. cu- I was just curious. Okay. Yeah. His, you were doing his handicap clap. is himself. Right. <laughs> my, yeah. My no. I'm terrible. I'm not. I'm not good. I am too. I'm not good by any means. I have a I have a decent like if I hit it straight, it goes really far off the tee, but hitting it straight, it's it's a, it's a short thing, right? It's the height because drivers are long and the way that you, the way that the face is made, they're made for people that are taller than me. I have to like choke up on it for it to work, but then you can't do it properly. Right. Cause you have all you guys, that. You know that a golf courses are just a way to hide serpent mounds, right? Oh, probably 100%. Actually, probably you're probably right. However, if I don't I think I went the, to a golf course today. I get kicked off for trying to excavate. Yeah. I don't think the Scottish, that's what they had in mind when they, when they invented golf, but, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, the Scottish Freemasons. You think they're hiding? They're hiding the serpent mounds back there. I think they were. You think so? I mean, there's all kinds of mount. There's all kinds of burial mounds on that island. You know. Well, there's all kinds of people have been buried there. You know, I'm sure the Tuatha Dé Danann and all the, their friends. You know, L- literal glowies. Literal glowies. Yes, yes. Yes. The shining ones. The shining ones. Um. The original AFers. Speaking, yes. Oh, nice way to way to way to circle back. I don't have any way to make fun of the new little lima bean-headed, apparently immigrant negress that has perfect English. Uh, the one, the the new one that they have out, the new press secretary. The gay one, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the gay. Wait, there's a new, there's another new one. No, the black one. The gay black immigrant covers all bases. Yeah, the one that replaced Circleback Saki. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Press has has like a Haitian name. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Press secretary. Her name's probably like Wilson yeah. Preston or something. Yeah. Anubis. Yeah. No, no, they always have no, they always have like like last names as their first name. It's like uh, I don't know, it's like a Haitian thing. Anyway. Um why do we we were talking about uh circling back. Yes. Yeah. So the Trump, Trump, the Trump, Trump being stuff, one of the shining ones, being being the shining one. No, uh, he he's back. He's gonna run. 
And there's nothing you can do about it, DeSantis, other than maybe be his running mate. Hmm. You think, oh, dude, Trump DeSantis? But but guys, guys, I was told, we were told, I wasn't told, somebody, somebody played me a clip, actually. Uh, I don't listen to the show, but somebody said that there was a political show out there that said that this was the deep state and and the the new world order, or whatever their way of saying, you know, Trump. No, you're not. This is no, you're not running Trump. Oh. You're no longer. All right, well, what's yeah. very what's very interesting about this this use of this verb raid. Right. Yeah. Um, what evo- what ev- the imagery it evokes for a lot of boomers and people out there who've watched far too many procedural crime dramas is that they went in there and started taking down oil paintings and cutting them in half with like a with a you know stabbing them with a knife and ripping them open and going through file cabinets and flipping things over and cutting you know, open couch like cushions, pa- papers, papers flying around in the air and. And like, yeah, couch cushion. Well, hang on though, Dogbot. Hang on though, because they did shot. You know, they did find something in the toilet. Donald Trump tried to flush something. There was that thirty-three pages of nuclear secrets. Yeah, right. (laughs) Because of course it was thirty-three pages. And he mentioned Obama had thirty-three million something or other thirty-three thousand pages of secrets, and plus. Hillary Clinton's emails just happen to be 33,000 emails as well. It's so weird. It's hey, man. Numbers go. Yeah, Come they, on. they throw 33 out there like it doesn't have any meaning. Like yeah, Salman Rushdie. Sal- Salman Rushdie has been uh, you know, a freedom fighter for 33 years now. You guys know that, right? Just got stabbed on the 33rd year of his fatwa that was totally, absolutely legit. Trust us, bro. Have you all ever read the Satanic Verses? No. No. I thought it was a meme book. Yeah. I thought he was just trying to outdo Brandon Sanderson with his magic system. In fantasy. I don't know. Hmm. I I literally never cared about this guy, and I still don't. I uh, All I remember about the guy was we used to make jokes when I was like 12 years old about like Salman was in a rush to die. And now I realize like, no, no, they actually did that name on purpose. Like that's really literally what the name meant. Salman rushed to die. Yeah. And of course, of course, little kids figured it out. Right. Yeah. That's how it's always. He's in a rush to die. Get it? (laughs) Like, no, no, that's really what they did. That's how they crafted the name. They really need to. They really need to get a better name generator. Well, I mean, well, what, what we, they've given us such great ones like "piece of shit" and uh, "armed robbery." Uh, yeah, Amir Lock. Amir Lock was that was very clever. Very clever. Sometimes, sometimes the name generation machine is is pretty spot on, and sometimes it's retarded. Well, see your hand. See your hand. Mm. Oh yeah, see your hand. Mm. Uh, for me, nothing tops Armed Arbery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it, it just it like I when I first heard it, and we were, you know, we were covering stuff on the summer of hate. It was really before we had settled down to do like a dedicated midweek show, uh, and they they passed out they you know they passed around that name Armed Arbery. I was like, ah, oh, come on, <laughs> come on, stop, stop. What's his real name? Nope that that's that's the name they put out there, Armed Arbery. Yeah, I mean, well, peace e shit. 
you know, <laughs> that was that was a black chick, uh, some black girl, piece e shit. That was great. I, I, I only I only know about her because because of, of Owen, but whatever. My favorite crisis actor who has had many names in the past, but my favorite is Wayneel Sexton. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah! Oh man. Who can forget Wayne Sexton, Guys. George Floyd's fourth grade teacher, everybody's favorite fourth grade teacher? Yes, Grognak. She kept his he, she kept his project from all those years ago. He right. didn't even get to give it to his mom, no, his no. mama, and his mama. Couldn't even put check, it on the fridge. Check the uh, link I just put in the content channel. You'll get a kick out of it. Oh, the forty hilarious times people were born to do their jobs. Yeah, take a quick look. Why is there Fire, somebody firefighter there? McBurney? Oh yeah, the names. Yeah, the names thing. That that this has to be fake. There, this has to be fake. The lawyer sue you. Oh yeah, there was the plane that crashed with the Korean pilots, and their oh. names were li- literally something Wong. No, no, holy shit! Uh, it was it was a fake. It was a troll. It was a fake. It was a Malaysian. Yeah, it was, yeah, a it was a Malaysian aircraft that crashed in San Francisco. Oh no! I saw that live. I told I tell this story all the time. We were at the bar. Yeah. Well, yeah. That shit was hilarious, dude. Yeah, and, and the names it, it, it were fake, and they were read online. KTVU, yeah. Those those KTVU. On TV, like 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 Ron Burgundy was on the set. Yeah. You know, they, they, just, they just read them with without even without even critically thinking about what they were reading at all. And not even a little on, bit. They yep. served up a retraction. Yeah. The next day they uh, the next day they said that they fired the intern. Because, of course, it was the intern. So, with all these new, with all these names, though, I, I still can't stand the, uh, the dark Brandon. Like, that's, yeah. that's, one, that's one name resurgence. Like, I told you, dog, but, yeah, we could predict that they were going to do this. They were going to make the dark Brandon thing. I don't think I could have predicted how cringe it actually is. So... Basically, it's sort of a reaction to the f- to the way that the dark MAGA thing sort of took off in the spring and early summer, and because because leftoids and blue team they love their cape shit, and they you know they they really hated the way that Trump was being portrayed as like a uh, anti hero villain in these dark MAGA memes, so they thought. Well, we'll just appropriate. We'll take Brandon away from them. It can't be used as an insult anymore. And we'll do dark Brandon. And uh, yeah, some very much cringe has oh, come out of that. The most, the most cringe. It's terrible. And everything with the dark Brandon brand is uh, just when you think he's fallen asleep. Laser eyes. Brandon comes out with some sort of presidential edict. Like what? It's terrible. Yeah, the 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 worst I saw was uh, him grabbing the shoulders of a little girl and says, "Time to take a shower, Ashley." <laughs> yeah, those see those ones are funny because they're like, you know, they're like our guys are actually making them. No, when the left tries to do it, it's like, like they try to own him falling off the bike. You know, like we're trying to own something, trying to own something that that first of all doesn't belong to you. That somebody like somebody's making fun of you for something, so you try to own it. 
I know other people have done that and it never works. Right. And the, oh, trying to, trying Dang, to do I, the dark Brandon. It's just like, again, it's like the, uh, the Carrie Elway is doing the claw in, in uh, liar, liar. It's not the same, you know? I just looked up dark Brandon memes and all I'm getting on dark, dark go are black guys named Brandon. <laughs> It's all black guys named Brandon. Oh lord! I mean, did you did you misspell Brandon like E N or something? No. Like, oh. Nope. There's a bunch of brothers oh, named Brandon. Box. Oh my god! They've so yeah. I've been looking at just collections of these. These things are terrible. Like, I think I I think I saw one that was like, uh, "Hey Hunter, here's your laptop back. I'm finished." Gross. Oh. That's the other thing the left likes to do. The left likes to own the degeneracy. Like, they like to own. In this case, they like to own pedophilia. Yeah, they're like at least Brandon's getting laid there in cell, right? <laughs> oh my god! It's always yeah. It's always about you know whether or not you're having sex and how degenerate is it. Oh, you are having. Oh, you have kids. Oh yeah, you must be having just vanilla missionary sex. <laughs> like, okay. Like you, you're well, never gonna, you're never like gonna touch age old, It's like the age old. Whenever these people are uh, talking about such like horrible, horrific sexual deviant acts uh, that you know the right wants to do to them, that's that just is a what's the word? It's an image into like how their mind works. It's like oh. Jews, it's, that's a Jews. Oh, projection. Yeah, thank you. Jeez, it's absolute projection. Yeah, hundred percent. It's funny though. And some of these, some of these are awful. Oh my god! Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> the yeah. will not go unchecked, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> I think mo- the I think the less I look at them, the better off my serenity will be. Well, they're funny, but they're like irritatingly funny. You're like, you, you can't believe these guys are this stupid, but then again, they are. They're libtards. I'm. I still hold that it's massive arrogance. It's not uh, most of them, especially at the top, are not stupid. They're just incredibly arrogant that they appear to be. Mm. And that doesn't mean they're being they're being successful. I don't know. Have you heard Pelosi? Have you heard Pelosi speak? Okay, but Pelosi's not at the top. Not really. She's rich. Have you heard? Not at the top. I mean, have you heard Biden speak? <laughs> He's at the top. <laughs> it's right? not even actual right. Biden. No, I know. Biden speaking is one of my favorite things yeah. to listen to on Earth. It's, it's pretty funny. So America is a nation that could be described in one word. <laughs> no, no, because what he was trying to, guys, come on, I'll give him this one. What he was trying to say was, I was in the foothills of the mountains of China, and it came out, and if like he literally, it was like he had food in his mouth and was trying to say that. Because he's <laughs> water. That's the most amazing well, when you're- part about the actor Biden, whoever it is playing that role right now, is that he pulls those off, and there's that perfect line where, um, like, it's like the old Stephen Hawking before he was, like, completely gimped out, and they used to have the guy that was interpreting his speech. And if you really, really listen to whatever that thing's speech was, you could kind of tell, like, yeah, he is kind of saying maybe if you really strain your ears the right way, that, but... The other part is if you just listen to it as a legitimately rational person, you just go, oh, my God, he's just like slurring his words all over the place. And it's the same thing with Biden. It's like he'll say something that's so retarded or so out there and you'll just be like, 
oh my god, this guy is so fucking funny. He's got to be an actor. And then the other side of it is, you can explain it like over in the foothills of the mountains. <laughs> like, yeah, well, because he repeats himself. He, right. Yeah, like the, whoever the actor is, like purposely did that. It's like when he fell up the stairs, right, of uh, right. Air Force One. There's no way because I saw, I saw a video of uh, two stuntmen doing this and one guy couldn't get it he like couldn't get it down right because of the way the way that you have to like you have to basically be um a gymnast have like the the leg strength to catch yourself the way that guy did and push himself back up using like one leg from that position right and there's no way an 80 year old man did that at all like zero percent chance yeah he did a pistol squat up the stairs yeah Uh You know, pistol squat into like a zercher, you know, yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> right. Juju Mufu couldn't do that. So, or whatever that guy's name is. This, with all of this, like the, the, the ship posting is fun, the memes are great and everything, but with all of this, I mean, do we actually even care about predicting what can happen here? Because we, we all see where it's going. No, but having Trump come back into the spotlight is, is huge. You know, because if he's yeah. going to run, he's really going to do it. And he's going to get, you know, tr- what's going to happen this time is this time there's really going to be a, uh, an outpouring of MAGA. You know, well, part of it, I think. part of it is the, the fake, the, the fake narrative of there being a midterm election coming up and you need to stoke the flames between red team and blue team during a midterm election. So, uh, the perfect day to raid a former president's house would be the day that Nixon resigns because of Watergate. Why not? Yeah, you know, they do, do like the same day. They do like the symbolism and stuff. So using the same day as something like a Watergate, especially Watergate. I mean, that's a huge scandal, right? Then they- you have the the <laughs> theatrical narrative of the FBI director is the guy that the blue team wanted to be the next Supreme court justice. But as soon as, as soon as Trump went into office, he nominated Gorsuch, not Gar, uh, Merrick Garland. No, Merrick so Garland is supposed the... to be this, like this bitter scorned, uh, person sort of angle to it. So that's oh. why he, that that's why he did the thing. Merrick Garland is the, is the attorney general. I know. Yeah. But, he- but blue team, Obama was like, hey, uh, I, I want Merrick Garland to be Supreme Court justice. Right. But he was, he was like, he was intern. You know, he was not confirmed. Was up. Right. He was not confirmed. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. yeah. So like they didn't even have the hearings for, for Merrick Garland. Right. And so Gorsuch was the, the person that Trump, Trump picked first, mm-hmm. which ironically out of the three Supreme Court justices that Trump had they didn't do a lot of like big show and fanfare for that guy, you know. For Gorsuch, it was, it, no, no, because I think no, I think the left likes him. I think the left likes him. He was a he was a sneaky left, uh, like a crypto righty. Yeah, you know, like they didn't make him. They didn't make him dress up like his accuser. No, I'm or, sure he did all his. I'm know. sure he did all his shit in college. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Dogbot was saying too about the. Nixon raid date being the same date, interestingly enough, that also sets up this perfect narrative for the Twitter blue check AI bot accounts and the media to use as uh, this story that they're crafting. So 
one of the themes that I noticed was they were saying, well, a sitting president should be protected, even if he did something wrong, basically. Like, this is the right side. And now they're setting a precedent where any president can be um, indicted for past crimes. And this is uh, something that's never happened. Even the even the uh, with Nixon, they Gerald Ford pardoned Nixon. They, he was showing himself to be a good man when because he, he pardoned Nixon. But now they're actually going after Trump. So then you've got that side. And then the blue team side, there's this meme going around with them that they, they say, no man is above the law. Or no person is above the law. Oh, yeah, that's the new. All, well, all yeah. of a sudden, the left is, you know, all of a sudden, the left has gone from. Uh, law and order. Yeah, they're, they're the thin blue line guys now, all of a sudden. Right. Know? Law yeah. and order. Law right. and order. That, just like right. It's, it's funny how they've gone from, uh, you know, the people that were just talking about defund the police, right, are all about the FBI. And the people that were all law and order are talking about defund the FBI. <laughs> well, it shows you how fake and gay the whole thing is and how it's just uh, a red team, blue team setup. Yeah, and how easy like it before, is. Look how easy yeah, it is, before. too. Yeah, it's thin blue line. And now it's, oh, yeah, we have to defund the FBI. The right is saying we have to defund the FBI. And, you know, not not like take care of the people who are in it and purge it and uh, revamp it and fix it. No, no, we're just going to get rid of it. And, of course, it's going to be replaced by some world governing body if they do that. And then the other side is just like, oh, yeah, law and order. Now they're all the law and order people in the the uh, right is saying banana republic. That's the word that they keep memeing and all the uh, Fox News broadcast right they're like oh, banana republic banana republic banana republic that's been a very popular uh am talk show host right wing talking point for at least 20 years right is that we are we are uh descending into a banana republic you know yeah. uh, but I, I was they, just gonna i was just gonna say that you you mentioned that last week or the week before last, actually, when you, you said your coworker, somebody said Banana Republic, and it was like they click, click, and they like jumped into conversation with each other, right? Yeah. yeah, and and like what I what I've been trying to get them to at least comprehend is anarcho tyranny. Mm. Mm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. You know, it, it, it because it. Okay, so here's here's something that I I overheard was that uh, the guy with the Lego hair, Sean Hannity. The, you know, he looks like he's got like Lego hair and yes. he looks like a Lego figure of sorts. But he said recently, apparently on one of his broadcasts that, you know, I used to say that 99% of the FBI were on the straight and narrow, but now I just think it's around 95. Like what? Oh my God. What are you talking about? What? Dude? <laughs> what, is, what point is that even supposed to make? 4%. percent. I, I, I don't like. Like, They're four oh, percent no, like more. Oh, oh no! Like the integrity of the FBI dropped down four percent, but it's still ninety-five percent good people there. Yeah, no, I don't. Are you it. out of your mind? Like that, the FBI has never been anything but basically a criminal organization. From its well, system. yeah, there was there's a video making the rounds of Ron Paul in like 1988 uh, talking about the FBI, saying you know from its inception it has been used only to act as like a mob boss violent arm, legal arm of a mob boss to attack dissidents. Where's you know, the law? Yeah. And he's saying, I'm not saying that it, you know, that there needs to be any sort of reform or anything like that. We need to scatter it to the wind. And that was one of the points that made him popular among certain people before the 21st century. Before the whole end the Fed thing became a popular meme. Right. 
No, he was definitely he he was definitely anti FBI before anybody else was uh, publicly, like large name or whatever. Uh, and the FBI is it's a criminal organization that's run by the ADL. You know, I mean, that's obvious. You know what's funny is uh, somebody skull one of our mutual friends just posted the uh, it was it looked like a job description for IRS agents. Yes, and. I yeah. appear, it appears from their fitness standards, they have better fitness standards than the FBI and the entire U.S. military. Oh, Jesus. That's pretty funny. <laughs> and, I, well, I, you, would, you would think that you'd think so, that they would need that because these people are going to be uh, enforcing tax laws. You know, and, well, yeah, and it even says on there, too, like, everyone is required to carry, yep. and you have to be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Right. Like, this is the IRS. <laughs> the IRS, well, well, and it's... Again, they po- I posted this, and I, I and I didn't even do the math on it until after after I posted it. But um, it, it doesn't really work out. There's eighty seven thousand auditors, right? And uh, the amount of guns that they got, like money that they got for guns or whatever, it, it, it doesn't work out to even like one gun per auditor. So yeah. So I mean, yes, they are going to be packing the ones that come knock on your door. Um, and if you saw the the diagram of who the FBI actually audits um, households under 75,000 60% yeah. of all audits. Yeah, they're, they're not going after the Pareto principle tax evaders at all. It's just a bully mafia force. That's there to make people miserable and, yeah. and extort money from the little guy to well, the they're, IRS, they're which is an illegal, which is an illegal tax collecting arm of a private yeah. institution. Anyways. Right. Yeah. They're, right. they're, they're Stasi. The, yeah. They are. Right. The IRS is going to have their own Stasi, which has the FBI behind them as well, because they're all connected through the ADL. All these alphabet agencies are always every single one of them. You can name. I bet you there's probably not one on earth on this whole realm. It's not somehow connected to the rest of them. The so I, I, I remember I used to watch uh, Judge Napolitano. He used to have this little show called Freedom Watch yeah, that was on that. the Fox Business Network. I used to I used to put that on in the evening sometimes, and he had this really intense episode about arming the bureaucracy. And in, it, this was during the beginning stages of the Obama administration. And there was just like... It, he was going into all these different uh, departments and everything that you you would have no idea had armed agents in it, right? And nice. it was it was very interesting because they knew about they've known about this for some time, and nobody's done anything about it because there's nothing that there's nothing that's supposed to be done about it. it just get just gets ramped up more and more and more. And they were talking about how the, uh, the I think the Department of Education had bought something like 40 million rounds of some kind of caliber of ammo. <laughs> I was like, literally going to jump in and like kind of interrupt you and say, yeah, yeah, Department of Education was being armed with all this ammo. And you, you hit the point. Well, not just the Department it, of it, Education, it was, but the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, yeah. armed, armed themselves. And then, it showed, and then it showed video of the Department of imported goods or something that I didn't even know existed uh, rating uh, who's I think Gibson guitars because they were using wood from Baobub trees from Madagascar and it showed like the armed raid from the CCTV camera. Wow. 
That's and pretty I, I, awesome, and, actually. And, it was it was wild because it's like it's like you're a you're you're a boomer hippie and you've got the dream job of your life. You work at Gibson right. Guitars. Right. You work at the place. And you work at the place that to, makes the less ball. You're just going about your you're going about your regular day's business, right? And suddenly, some rando department of imported goods or something is breaking in with armed weapons and telling everybody to get on the ground for just a rumor. That they were using baobab wood from baobab trees, they didn't even have any. Apparently, it's like a Call of Duty level. Yeah, that's and they. Hold on a second. They didn't have any. They actually didn't have any. They didn't. They didn't actually have any. Okay, they may so have used it at some point in the past, but it's considered a endangered tree species. Sure, because you know, you know who lives on the that subcontinent. You know, right, they're not gonna. Right. Um, however, yeah, so there wasn't any, so that raid turned out to be, be bogus. That's kind of funny. Um, but also, yeah, really scary that the department of imported goods can just come raid your business because you imported, you know, some sort of wood from another country that happens to be illegal. That's odd. And this kind of connects to back with the, the FBI because they always connect together. Mm -hmm. Um, with that whole, do you guys remember the plot to kidnap that Minnesota governor? Where uh, FBI it was came Michi- in and, and Michigan is Widmer. Michigan. Yeah. Yes, it was Widmer. Um, so apparently, a couple of days ago, an FBI agent took the stand and fully admitted that they plant evidence all the time, and especially in regards to white extremism. Basically, admitting that they don't find it enough out in the wild, so that they plant this evidence out. Um, and then go in and they, they can do their raids or whatever. Um, and that came right on the heels, too, of Trump accusing the FBI of you know, planting evidence and them saying, no, we never do that. That's wrong. Well, and the thing about Trump is, and all these people I just found out are still extremely, extremely motivated to get Trump back in there and are passionate about him and are basically NPCs still. Uh, these these cutard tier boomers that are so like violently frothing at the Mount Zealous for Trump is that he could have done all of these things if he were a real president, if he were a real person, while he was in office, while he was being persecuted by these people, while he was being you know so called illegally targeted by these people, and cleared the cleared the whole house and replaced them with people loyal to him, and instead of doing that, he just sat there whining about things, complaining making tweets that, that he even gets kicked off Twitter eventually for and not doing anything. And now you have the same people who were hostile towards him who are raiding his place at Mar-a-Lago, which I'll, obviously I understand it's all theater and it's all there just so that they can relaunch Trump and put him back into power again and possibly do their whole NWO thing that they want to do. But, you know, if you're a, a rational person looking at this thing, you would be like, well, why didn't Trump do anything while he was in office? I mean, he didn't build a wall. He didn't clean house. He let gun rights be eroded. He went along with the COVID thing. He launched a uh, fucking space force. I guess people would actually believe in space and think that's cool. He launched Operation Warp Speed. He supports the vaccine. Like, there's nothing that this guy promised that he did. And there's nothing that he didn't do that he should have done. I'm just mad that he didn't put Hillary in jail. Yeah. That's one of the things I like to bring up to these Trump supporters is like, you know, I went to all these, I went to all these rallies, man. I don't recall ever chanting low black unemployment. 
Yeah, yeah I, I don't remember a single thing about, hey, let's move the yeah. embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. That's I a huge never thing once, that we need to get done. Never once did I chant, give Israel the Golan Heights. Give Israel the Golan Heights. I don't remember that one. Do you guys remember that one? It was always lock her up, build that wall. Three words. That's all you need. Three words. Short and sweet. Boom. Build that wall. Lock her up. Yeah, build the wall was was my thing. Build yep. the wall. Build the wall. Yeah, where's wall. the wall? Anytime anybody said anything, wall. Some of these people now, dude, they'll tell you there's a wall. They're like, oh, you mean finish the wall. <laughs> Checkmate, communist. A you mean mile the stretch of the- cement. The steel slats that fall yeah. down with hard winds. You can squeeze through if you're a skinny Mexican. Right. Or a small Guatemalan. I mean, the fence that they just run over. Yeah. <laughs> or put a ladder and climb over. Or just or the many hundreds of tunnels underneath. You know, didn't fill any of those in. Yeah, these these people that raided my comments the other day when I had some negative things to say about Trump, it was insane. I like I, I lost a hundred followers in a day just because these people were so butthurt and I triggered their MK Ultra programming because I said that the guy didn't do anything and he didn't fulfill any of his campaign promises. And then some of them I was like, I challenge you to tell me one thing that he did, and then they come back and they'd be like well, he did this very obscure thing that you've never heard about and blah, 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 blah. But they knew the exact thing. So you could tell that they'd gotten their talking points off of some website that was created specifically to give people the answer to this question when people were like, well, what the fuck did Trump do? Because he didn't do anything that he actually promised to do. And they completely ignore all of the massive laundry list of shit that you mentioned before, specifically not building a wall and going along with the COVID operation and pushing the vaccine, which all of them should fucking know better. I wonder what the people who are, like, really anti-vaccine think about him. Like, if they're still like, oh, you know, I, I forgive him that one. Maybe right. he just didn't or something. I'm sure that they can shift the narrative that way, and they'll be like, oh, it's, it's 5D chess. It's good. Yeah, yeah, they're going to they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna fall back onto 5D chess, of course. Right. But, but, no, the anti-vaxxers, like, the real anti-vaxxers that are pro-Trump still, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. I just, I just do the pretend Trump support because it makes libs mad. You know, like I'm not, uh, I, I voted, I voted for Trump because he makes people I really, really don't like terribly, terribly upset. Yes. Yes. Yep. But I didn't the second time because by then I'm like voting doesn't. Yeah, matter. I did. Well, I was the guy, you know that I'm the guy that was always, you know, if voting changed anything. They'd make it illegal. Right. You know, and the voting is fake and voting is fake again. I was always the guy I had to be talked into supporting Trump. Because I'm the conspiracy theory guy. Like I was like, guys, you really, you know, I'm, you know, shut up, Johnny. Just have fun, man. This is fucking real, dude. Look what's going on. Like this is actually real, okay? He's really doing something. He's really gonna get all the things we want. He's fascist, really. He really is. <laughs> so I, I went along with it. I went along with that shit. I did. I got suckered in, and and then and then I went back to being, you know, if, if voting changed anything, uh, they'd make it illegal, bro. So, yeah. Um, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. What is it? Uh, fool me once, can't be fooled a second time. <laughs> fool me twice. Remember the fuck that George Bush did didn't say or whatever. Yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> I don't know. I got I like, suckered into voting for Trump the first time around. Second time, by that point, I just yeah, I've stopped voting. Yeah, none of us were. None of Basically us were participating. 
all of us yeah. the same thing, right? Yeah, none of us were participating in in anything in the in the even the midterms. I don't think any of us even like were interested in participating 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 in the inter. In, Jesus Christ, in the midterms. Yeah, none of us none of us wanted to do a four hour deep dive into the midterms. No, my mouth doesn't even want to talk about politics. You guys see that? Like my mouth is like knock it off. Talk about some spoofy. <laughs> So we do have some spoopy if, stuff. If anything, if anything, they're spoopy with the red team, blue team shit that they've been pumping out over the summer. Is that one of the new things that I've seen? I, and I saw this the other day when I was going to pick up a sandwich and they had CNN on. Is that sandwiches. they are now congratulating and celebrating the extrajudicial killings of people who supposedly might have been physically present during January 6th by. Uh, the the agency we spoke of earlier. They were, oh yeah, they were, that guy. They were just killed himself. Yeah, well, Wolf Blitzer was was fanatically thrilled that this guy had been taken out, you know, and because he was he participated in the great insurrection of January sixth, twenty twenty one. You know, well, do oh, you yeah. notice that's the same way that they used to talk about terrorists that were taken out. Uh, when they were like Al Qaeda or Taliban or whatever, which was also just right. like, yeah, theater right, for theater for red team. Now it's theater for blue team, except they're actually killing American Americans. Citizens. Yeah, now they're now they're killing Americans on American soil. Yeah, but are they really though? I mean, or was this just some theater again? Like you know, did it happen? Were you guys there? Did well, you guys I think see it? I think with the January sixth thing, I don't know. They could be real. They could not be. But do you guys think they're going after to... people for real, for real? I mean, oh, we know, okay. we know I, that the I, Ram guys went to jail. Is... We know that there are guys in prison right now, like guys that are getting letters yeah. written to them and stuff. We know that, right? Yeah. So, okay. like, people do actually go to jail for shit. You know? Yeah, I know. Uh, I have friends of, I mean, they're friends of friends, but these are guys I've known for years who personally knew some of the guys who are in prison right now for the January 6th stuff and they write letters back and forth and they've done like phone, a few phone interviews and stuff. Cause they got moved mm -hmm. to like lower security areas and certain things like that. So those guys are real. So there, I mean, there are people who actually do get hemmed up in these things and they use them as fodder for their little political drama that they do. So now yeah. Ashley Abbott, I don't believe that person was real. Yeah. No. I don't believe that at all. No, I watched, I watched the breakdown of that footage and that was some full on crisis yeah. actor blood squib fucking yeah. activity going 100. on there. The, the, is, breakdown, is, the breakdown of that incident is incredibly uh i mean it is incredibly well detailed and when you when you watch it it's very difficult to walk away from that video and go oh yeah that was a very real and heterosexual thing that occurred there yeah no absolutely nothing about that was real you can see you can see the backpack you can see the placement of people you can see the shuffling of people you can i mean like everything about that was just absolutely yeah, the glass fake. Oh, the glass, the glass was the fakest part about yeah, it. Yeah, that was what got me. Yeah, like that glass was plastic. I was like, okay, th that's the kind of glass that they have in there. Sure. It just kind of fell out. But yeah, they, kind of but they take these. Over. Like, okay, but they take these events and they rile up normal people. Normal people get involved, and then the normal people are the ones that are actually suffering. Dude, I oh, have family see. members that went to January sixth, but did not their church, their their church. My family has Trump church members that went to this thing. A bunch of people from their church took a van down there. And when they saw what was going on, they packed everybody back in the van and they went home. Right. 
they didn't they didn't you know they didn't get involved you know that's enough edith let's go you know but uh but still that was smart but like i know people that were there i know people my i have family members that were actually there yeah i found out my old next door neighbor in washington was uh was there like right when he was moving he was standing outside smoking a cigarette and we got to talking and like 15 minutes later we're talking about uh satanic cabal and he was in he was in the capitol building he was actually in the building with a group of real people yeah no there was um there were a couple of teenagers there that were like yeah you know well first it was like we're gonna take you down to washington dc to show you how our democracy really works and you know how we know what the people's voice and everything we're gonna show you how this really is and then they get there and like oh jesus everybody back in the van back in the van back in the van <laughs> they pull up and the black hebrew israelites are coming now right like, nope. bhis are yelling at them you know like oh uh what, what do they call us which 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 tribe are we Anybody that black Israelites always say about white people. I know that the native Americans are gad, right? They're Judah. Oh man, I, I can't, I can't keep up with all these random sects of ridiculous <laughs> anyway, human beings. Anyway, whatever. Silly ideas. Yeah. It's going to ruin my joke anyways. To, to, to go through. It doesn't <laughs> the, matter. Uh, the joke's over. The, there are conspiracy channels that are like, they, they're not really close to white nationalist circles at all. And they will make assumptions about Seville and be like, oh, yeah, the whole Seville thing was completely fake. Like, those were all staged actors. Everybody there was on, on the payroll or something like that. And it's like, no, bro, I know lots and lots. Of I people. can tell you from experience, I know one of the guys that was there personally. I know him. Yeah. And, and he, he, he's me. You know, hint, yeah. he's me. <laughs> and um, David Duke. Well, I, David Duke was there, too. Now, David Duke is a fucking asset. I, I'm going to say David Duke is uh, either an un... Like, he, they're like, we found the most narcissistic idiot of all time who we could get to do what we want. We'll just be one of his supporters, right? And he gets money. It's, it's government money. And he just does his dumb shit. And again, he's, he's you know, he's been choice architected, right? Architected it in a choice manner or whatever the fuck you call it. Choice architecture. So David Duke, yeah, he's a Fed in that way. Like he doesn't probably, he probably doesn't know he's a Fed, but he's definitely a Fed asset, you know? Yeah, I, I had a hard time ever believing because I always thought he was he was an asset of some kind even before any of this, before I met you, Johnny. Really? And yeah, even after getting involved in this stuff and seeing how, how much people loved him and how he was at Charlottesville, I was like, I, I still have a hard time believing this guy's real. Well, my the thing for me was um, how taking what happened with, with David Duke at Charlottesville and the impact of him being at Charlottesville versus I, I i actually do wonder what the impact of him if he hadn't have been at charlottesville what the impact might have yeah. been for somebody like me who uh all of my bad shit is because of that one picture of me standing behind david duke you know mm-hmm. if he hadn't been there might not have been so bad you know i wasn't if, sure. you, had been, if you had been standing in the background uh smiling evilly at a jewish wedding a jewish right. white nationalist wedding with then, robert you know, reich things probably would have yeah, with Robert Reich. With fucking, <laughs> with fucking Robert Reich. Yeah, that that is, dude, Robert Reich. Reich. Like he says, yeah, the, he says his name like really weird. Yeah, right. That's a right there. He. Oh my god. Okay, so that guy looks well, would, so much like Robert be, Reich. Wouldn't that be insane if, if that, that was him? That guy was there. It, yeah. Well, it would not surprise me, considering that uh, a certain person in that picture is close friends with. Um, uh, what's the guy's name there from the ADL? Scott. Um, 
shit. Basically, the guy who more or less uh, runs Roberta Kaplan, I can't remember his name, the director of the ADL there. Oh. Ah. Uh, I can't remember. Not Wiener. The only name that's uh, coming to me is Wiener, but it's not Wiener. Ah, uh, Roberta Kaplan. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, no, Roberta Kaplan's not in the picture, but uh, Robert Reich definitely looks like he is. Right in the front row, too. That would definitely be the place for somebody like that to be sitting. It's either him or Hide the Pain Herald. It's not Hide the Pain Herald. That guy is not Hungarian. Unless he's a Hungarian Jew. Well, another interesting thing about situations like Charlottesville is obviously we know that there were plenty of real people there and that I knew moving up, like working up to the thing. I have friends who were going to go and it was extremely emotional before. And obviously it was very emotional after, Mm -hmm. but it's funny how the system uses these events. And there are so many weird things that are involved. Like you guys remember the helicopter that crashed? Yeah. There's two cops died there. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. And that definitely got shot down by somebody. It was shot. Originally it was shot down by one of the people at Charlottesville. It was Scott Levin. Levin. Uh, Ah, Scott Levin. That's right. Yeah, friends with uh, one Ames Friedman. But anyway, that's for we are, that's for other podcasts. Wonder if they met at a, at a drag show. Uh, they probably did meet at a drag show. Who knows? Um, but no, there were real people there, and real things happened. Like I really had acid thrown at me. I really had bags of piss thrown at me. You know, um, we were physically attacked. Uh, we, you know, I mean, I wore a suit. Those guys were clowns. Um, nobody pulled out an RPG and shot down a police helicopter. Yeah, nobody shot down a police helicopter. I don't believe that. If, if the police helicopter went down, it had nothing to do with uh, any of the people at, um, at Charlottesville on the Unite the Right side. Well, like, think about this. What would have happened with the fallout from Charlottesville if the James Fields thing hadn't happened? And yet it did. Right. If the James Fields thing hadn't happened, I mean, like, they it wouldn't be, call it deadly, right? It would be so different, and right? So if there much. if there hadn't have been a death, and I, I honestly think that that was almost an afterthought. The Heather higher thing, like I I saw some stuff that the James Fields thing might have been completely staged. It like, you know, know and it probably was knowing you know like we actually talked about this. I don't actually did we talk about it after Charlottesville? I don't remember. I did a lot of drinking around and after Charlottesville. Uh, that was when I got but, boxed really bad. But there are people that have corresponded with him yeah. in prison. Well, so a real person named James Fields is in is in prison. Right. Like, there, there is somebody in prison in Virginia named James Fields that well, you can actually write to. Yeah. Right. But there were some weird things with the photographs and stuff. And they're like, does that look like the guy that they, they told you was driving the car in the car right there? The dude and, in the car looked completely different. I yes, remember from today. Yeah. It was a totally different dude. They did not look like that guy that they arrested. No, the guy in the and, car and, looked like... Um, do you guys remember uh, the Beverly Hillbillies? It looked like Jethro from Beverly Hillbillies. Like that guy. Like, yeah. I distinctly so remember so making so that so comment. The question is, is, was Heather Heyer even a real person? Well, the thing about Heather I mean, Heyer... So, it, but I'm, I'm not talking about spoopy stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the thing about Heather Heyer is she had nothing to do with the car accident. You know, she was she wasn't she wasn't struck by the car. She was just in the crowd and was all of a sudden having a heart issue. 
Probably due so to all the Newports she, and KFC. Yeah, so she could have been a real person that, that had a heart issue and died of that issue. Um, they, they could have intended for the Fields thing to be simply a car barreling into a crowd of people. And if somebody got hit, somebody got hit. Uh, but then, yeah, Heather Heyer flops and has her whale-breaching heart attack moment. <laughs> the whale breach. Yeah, I mean, that's what it looks like. You hit a bunch of Negroes on the way through, so those guys are very, very hard to kill or even injure. I, you can see them flying all over the place. Oh, like, dude, the skull. one... Like, I've tried. I've tried very hard. Dude, yeah. the one picture where the one guy is completely horizontal. Yeah. He's, he's just like, laid out in all his braids. All of his braids are horizontal as well. Like... Right. <laughs> it's like fine. he's it's like he's laying down on the ground he's but he's in the air like perfectly like, yeah it's it, like doing an interview after that like right after he's like yeah, oh, yeah man yeah he he hit me with that car i flipped up in the air landed on my feet my jays are okay my jays are still all right my jays are still all right man yeah i was there dude like i was walking along with cantwell and asmador and we were leaving the park. It was, I got separated from, I got separated from the TRS guys. And, uh, it was me and, well, it was me and Horace and Mike and J.O. and McNabb and, uh, my guys that ended up being my security detail and, uh, the rest of Mike's security and David Duke. Right, and I got separated from them, and ended up with Cantwell and Asmador. And Cantwell had Vice with him, and now all of a sudden, I'm like all over the Vice documentary. Mm. Yep, and I was like trying not to be, and then I'm like, well, I'm already in it, so fuck it, might as well just walk. I so mean, I walked, and then Asmador is like, you know, all the stuff he did, all the, you know, he has that one famous line, um, Charlottesville's run by criminal. Uh, criminal niggers and communist Jews. Yeah. Know? And then I'm I'm sitting right there for that, you know, and uh, there was another thing. What was the other one, man? Cantwell's just like, just sitting there with, what's your, with fish mouth, their Innsmouth face. Uh, oosh, uh, oh, L. Uh, Reeve. Uh, L. Faith Goldie? No, L. Reeve. Oh. No, no, L. Reeve with the... You're talking about Faith. You remember Faith Goldie? Well, yeah, well, I went to the after party. I went to the after party uh, at Asmodor's deal, and Faith Goldie showed up. Remember? Did I tell you guys that? Faith yeah, Goldie showed up with uh, a friend of mine whose name I will not mention. Um, a Serbian friend, not an actual Serb, not a fake Jew Serb. But uh, he showed up with Faith Goldie thinking he was going to try and hook up with Faith Goldie or something. That didn't help because apparently that was the, the Richard Spencer hooked up with Faith Goldie in the afternoon. You guys, dude, this was such, dude, such fucking degenerate behavior. This whole fucking movement garbage people really are. Every, they're really just racist liberals. Every single one of them, man. And I'm sorry to have to devolve into this everywhere I go. Uh, and that's kind of like my mantra now is that these people are just racist liberals. But they all are. Every single one of them, dude. Well, so you, around that same time that Richard Spencer took Eli Mosley's girlfriend, who was at the time the love of his life, yeah, and just hooked up with her, was just like, hey, yep. yeah, you know, whatever. Yep. Yep. There was no bros before hoes with that with that dude. No, and I mean, like, dude, even while he was married, by the way, too, yeah, right. While he was still married to uh, what's her face there, giant milk Russian milker mommy there. Uh, Russian, interestingly enough, yeah, Belarusian. What a terrible name. 
what? I don't remember. I don't think that's a Russian name. What? Yeah. Russian milk mommy. Name. That sounds more Uzbek. What? <laughs> Russian milk or mommy? <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna keep saying that. Um, oh my god. No, we're but close like to the break now. Everything those guys, everything those people do, it's just like racist liberals. Like dude in the chat today, just a racist liberal. You know. Well, and looking at looking at all of this now with hindsight and from an outside perspective too, I uh, wasn't there, but you see all these little pieces that happened throughout the day and the night before the, you know, the time after that when you add them all up together and you think, wow, this whole string of things happen and look where we ended up. What if none of this had happened? What if only one of these things had happened? Right. What, what would have been the outcome there? And, you know, for, for guys like you, Johnny, which, you know, it changed the course of your life, I would say. Definitely. I don't think that's an exaggeration. And it's not at all an um, exaggeration. No, but you see what happened to you and other guys afterwards. And yeah, I, I really do think that there was something fishy going on. And so many good people were entrapped and became involved. Yeah, a lot and of people. have to wonder who planned that. Who planned it? Why? How? Um, how did people that, you know, got into it, get into it, other people get out of it, get out of it. Can you now pay those people $500 a month to be part of their chairman? Circle? Oh God, dude, please stop. Make it, make it. No, I'll so, stop, I'll stop. no, I mean, it's just terrible. Oh. Not you, not you, them make it stop. It's just terrible. You know, it, it's a really weird look. Yeah. It's very strange. Well, they took, they took down the, they took down the thing that said, uh, LLC on it and they added, they added this new thing. So. I I know, but like it really reeks of um, like pyramid scheme kind it, of stuff. It did this exact same thing know? Richard Spencer did at the end. There, Richard Spencer was doing a thing where you could have lunch with him for five hundred bucks a month. <laughs> uh, isn't there a thing where celebrities will read anything? Cameo. Yeah, uh, it's called cameo. It's called cameo, and they got they got yeah. um they got Rachel Dolezal to uh, <laughs> uh, they got Rachel Dolezal to do a couple of them. Uh, Rachel Dolezal did one. With uh, read off a bunch of my my friends' names on one. My buddy paid her like twenty bucks or whatever to do a thing where she read read like three sentences. But um, Brett Favre got trolled into or got cameoed into saying something about the USS Liberty once. Um, yeah, that one was good. That yeah, was pretty like, good. It, it there sounded was, good with his sort of like gruff uh, Midwestern yep. uh, persona. Al Borland yeah. from uh, from Tool Time. I don't remember who that actor is. But okay, the oh, guy Richard that played Karn. what? He's the wooden doors guy. Yeah, he did a cameo where he talked about wooden doors. Yeah, he's that was in great. All the wooden doors memes now. He's great, and and there's no way he didn't know what he was talking about because the looks on his face when he was saying it. Um, <laughs> he absolutely knew what he was talking about, and that's actually pretty fucking based. But yeah, that's cameo. Um, but no, R Richard Spencer had this thing at altright.com where uh, it was a tiered subscription sort of silver, platinum, gold, silver, or silver, gold, and platinum or whatever. And at the platinum level, you, you, it was like you got to have lunch with Richard in DC or whatnot, you know, and there was that. And it's exact same tiered structure. And why is, why is white basic and black elite? Anyway, let's go to break. Um, did we choose a song for this week no i i i chose the uh midweek dogbot chose so. the midweek so or did you 
I mean, we could play another Carcass song. I don't. We care. could play another Carcass song, but I don't want to. That that we played. We played Heartwork last Tuesday. Russian circles. Heartwork is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Russian circles. Russian circles. All right. We'll find some Russian yeah. circles. We'll find some Russian circles. We'll find something slow and post metal and we'll be back.
This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Minoxide with Dogbot, Reinhardt, Skull, and Grognak. Yeah, we had we had content. We were going to do... This was supposed to be the New Jersey State episode, but um, New Jersey's not very spoopy at all, and there's literally nothing haunted. Uh, the, what was it? The Jersey, the Jersey Devil? The Jersey Devil is cool. The Jersey yeah. Devil is actually just a uh, a feral bat from Africa, unfortunately. Yeah, a hammerhead yeah. bat. Yeah, a hammerhead bat, yep. It's all. It's, it's yeah. the one. It's the one thing that actually did come over on boats from Africa. Ah, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that and voodoo. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Demons. demons, demons. That's right. Corn demons. How about corn? How about corn not being anything old? It's actually not an ancient grain. It might actually be alien. Uh, that would make sense, like because the corn demons are real. Right. I'm saying, yeah, corn might not be real, but the demons, they are. Yeah. Corn yeah. itself as a concept is was a, a term used, applied to grain originally. So when it's mentioned, like, in the Bible and other ancient texts, like, that's what it's talking about. It's not talking about corn cobs. Right. Wasn't corn originally the little tiny baby corns that you get in salad, and they sort of genetically modified it into the monster big thing that it is today? That is the story we have been given. Well, right. I don't know. I'm like, because my uncle grows all these weird, like, supposedly heirloom corns or whatever. And he grows a bunch of different weird varieties every year. And he's got hundreds of varieties. So what we call corn, like the yellow or the butter and sugar with the, like, mostly yellow with a little bit of white. That's like carrots. You know, carrots aren't supposed to be orange. It's supposed to be multicolored. You know, like, also, like we've we've standardized really weird. We've, we've standardized all these vegetable things. But anyways, yeah, corn is corn. It's it's real now, and it's bad for you, and it's full of demons. And the demons have perfected the corn that attaches itself to your kidneys. So, all right, um, maize was the word you were looking for before they called yeah, it corn. Maize. Yep. Mm. Well, that was yeah, that was the the Spanish term for it. Maize, maize, yeah, maize, yes. yes. Oh wow, we got a lot of meds in here now. Yeah. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Look, all of Europe is screwed. I'm I'm just hitching my horse to Med Gang. Right. Anyway, <laughs> actually, all of Europe is is pretty screwed. It's pretty sad. Yes, all of it equally. Not about equally, but it, it's all getting screwed. It's getting screwed differently, right? True, all, but they're they're all doomed. Oh yeah. So are yeah. we. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But wow! Just I'm, straight out, straight out of the gate, second hour, we're we're black pilling the audience. We're black pilling. Well, no, I mean, nobody's black pilling. I mean, no, we're not black. Look, do you, do you not think that before any of the resets that there were you know there was some doom posting going on? Yeah, we're I mean, Chicken Little, posting. Chicken Little's been a thing forever, man. Sky's falling, sky's falling. Yeah, dude, you, you want to hear something about Chicken Little? My uh, my friend just blew my mind. He was talking about the vapor canopy and the big Phoenix resets that happen every 138 years, allegedly, and how the sky opens, basically, and the electromagnetic field resets and the sky turns red. And he was saying, oh, yeah, Chicken Little, that's a truth drop. It's actually happened in the past, and that's why the story exists. Yeah, I want to know who this guy is. is, And I told you, I haven't listened to your past couple VMs. I've been so busy and and sick, but... I wonder who that guy is, uh, so we can do some good content on that stuff. 
Because if, if this guy claims to have figured out the timeline for these Phoenix resets and stuff, then... I'll just say that uh, it's that Archaics guy, and I don't agree with everything the guy says, but a lot of the things that he's saying, you know, how they re- somebody will say something that will just resonate with you, and he's been blowing my mind about so many different things. And then when he gets asked questions from his audience about certain things that you would expect lots of people to cuck on, he gives the exact right answer. Like, somebody asked him recently, like, oh, was Jesus a Jew? And he was like, no, no, Jesus was white. Those people that were uh, the Pharisees and Edomites, the, they, they hated him, man. They, he was racially different than them. He was a completely different oh, person. Oh, whoa, he said Edomites? Yeah. Like, now, I like this guy already. Yeah, but yeah, you, right. guys know, you, guys, you guys know Edomites are only in your head. Yes, Edomites are only in our head. Huh. Is that a They Might Be Giants song or something? No, it's a giant faggots uh, quote. Yeah, it's a They Are Actually Faggots. Yes. Yeah. I'm not familiar with the band Giant Giant what? Giant Faggots on, with Your Gauges. Atheist on Telegram has something to say. Hold on, what? That that sounds like a lo- that sounds like a title for a long indie song. Wait a minute, Reinhardt, what did what did you say? It was it was a meme that one of my uh, favorite uh, other channels share and it says it's it's just a trash can with a news microphone and it says hang on guys the atheist on telegram has something to say <laughs> <laughs> and i put that with the edomites in your imagination that's picture. awesome that's awesome yeah the edomites are in your head they're just in your head yep it is it is all in your head yeah because they're just don't the same worry, don't worry about it they're all the same jews all the same jews he was also asked about the shape of the earth, and he was like, well, I mean, every single thing that I've studied says it's flat. So, I mean, he's like, I don't know that I subscribe necessarily to a particular shape, but the measurable part of it is flat, and it needs to be a contained canopy for or a contained enclosed system for the events that I've studied extensively to have any validity. And It's like, yeah, I mean, pretty much. There you go. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Oh, he's a flat earther. Just, uh, just dis- discount everything he says. Right. In- yes, into the trash it goes. He's a flat earther. It was funny that the guy, he kind of came out of nowhere and he spent 40 years, uh, not 40 years, he spent 20 uh, something years in prison. And he, that's how he got all his knowledge, is because he had access to all these old, old books from the Texas prison libraries. And since he kind of came out of nowhere, <laughs> All these people are like, oh, he's an op, he's CIA, he's that. And he'll just go on his show and, and address it. And he's like, to all you people saying I'm CIA and I'm an op, this is bullshit, man. You can check this, you can check that. You guys are retarded. You guys think I'm an op? <laughs> you are fucking retarded, man. <laughs> I just think that's funny because so many of those guys who kind of actually are ops just will dance around the question and completely ignore it. And they will never address it head on. So, well, I like the guy so far. People have said that people have said that I'm an op. People have said that you're a tranny. Yeah, people. Well, recently, that's the new thing: is that Johnny's actually a tranny, and that pre or uh, post? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever they say, I was actually born well, you a woman. Said you're an op. I was wondering if it was pre or post. Oh yeah, no, no. There's people who said this, like they call us the paraglowies. Oh, like, uh, well, yeah, yeah. And we're the we're, lowest we're paid glow up. We sell T-shirts through an all-white T-shirt company. We are the lowest apparently. paid glow up in on the entire budget. If we're a glow up, yeah. Where's my check? We've where's literally gotten zero money. We've gotten zero glow dollars. I, dude, I, I don't even have a T-shirt. 
No. Oh, okay. So here's the deal with the t-shirts. Deal with the t-shirts. I got a, I got a tracking number, and they'll be at the post office box on Monday. Okay. All right. But, but for being a for being an online grifter, where's my fucking shirt? Right. You know, like, exactly. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm an online grifter, and all I got was this t-shirt. Eight months later. I, I, well, I didn't even get the t-shirt, so like I can't even. Say <laughs> oh, dude, we're we're. The, our, our, all right, we we love you, dissident of her. No, we no, do. it's it's just funny. Um, <laughs> it's just funny <laughs> because it's, it's been it's forever. All humorous because the accusations roll off our back. You know what I mean? Like a duck, yeah. like a like a duck and wa- like a water off duck. Yeah, because it's it. Seriously, we're we're not in this. We're not in. We're we're not having fun conversations about stuff that interests us with each other to make money off of you. We don't fucking care. You know, no, totally but like we would that all these people say the same thing about me, about me stopping my VMs at 33 minutes. And it's like, oh, you see, so you're Illuminati, bro. You're Illuminati. You stopped it at 33 minutes. And I was like, bro, if I was Illuminati, you know, at least I'd like to get paid a little bit better for this thing. Or at least be connected with the free stuff that these Illuminati members seem to get all the time. Right. You know, I don't, yeah, we don't, I'm a yeah. cast Illuminati. We have nothing. We have nothing. We're not we're not getting paid. Yeah, Dogbot's actually seen more pictures of the shirt that he drew the design for, you know, of people who have actually gotten theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we're if we are Glow Up, I want access to the Glow Up video production team and the voice actors. The voice actors. So we can what at least put actors? out like good content and stuff. What do you want voice actors for? Well, you know, keep our identity secret. I mean, that's what what that's what the the. Illuminati collective that is you aren't on has done. Yeah. The Illuminati. Now he's an Illuminati collective. I don't know. I've seen that before. I've oh, seen man. that since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that you are was basically this QAnon tier Illuminati collective. Well, um, he presented again. He presented a whole lot of content and apparently, Oh, his first series, which just so happened to all be found at the exact same time as his second series, Netflix style. Yeah. Nobody had heard of him when he put out the, what on earth happened series. Right. It just appeared. Right. Right. Well, that's the thing is like, it appeared at the same time as lost history of flat earth. It was like almost within days of each other. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't like, it was like, Oh yeah, that guy, you are, he put out a new series of videos. You know, like it wasn't like anybody knew anything about the first series of videos that he did, which were what eight hours long, six hours long, and pretty incredible too. That around the same time is when I when I started getting videos like that. Was that that anti Vatican II, like Tradcath girl talking about preterism? Oh yeah, and other other like crazy out there extreme videos Mm -hmm. were being shared at the exact same time. Very well made, Um, most of them. Yeah, well, and that's and that's how I knew too. No, too. Asha Logos is legitimate because still not that many people actually know Asha Logos channel. I like uh, Asha Logos, but I also find the Praetorism stuff kind of interesting. I do too. He's invented by a Jesuit. Uh, I know. I, I know <laughs> you say that and everything. That's I know, just that I know. that completely you know, is supposed to make it uninteresting, well, but it's well, still interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll cover it in a reasonable manner as a collection. You know, we don't all believe the exact same thing, right? I've and got three. I got three books from three different varying viewpoints on it, and uh, 
whenever we're ready, I, I'll 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 get to reading them. But Sweet. I don't want to do what I did with the uh, Neanderthal question thing, which was read three books in straight succession, and then we didn't talk about it for another eight months. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> well, we also well we did we did talk about it though eventually. DB, we we got yeah. I know we talked about it eventually, but like you know. The first well, time yes. we did, the first time we did, we had Horace on, and there wasn't a whole lot of talking during that first hour. <laughs> no, you're, not at all. you're also you're... just really mad that you still had to read Michael Bradley. I, yeah, you know what? We're it all pretty mad. Actually, actually, I, I didn't mind reading both those Michael Bradley books because it, I do hate read people I don't agree with. I mean, I have eight Cass Sunstein books. I really fucking hate Cass Sunstein, but I, I've I've read. Yeah, I read four of them cover to cover, and the other four I've perused. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done reading Michael Bradley. But all that aside, with you can, I say you can honestly know, say talk- that you you hate. Yes, you are you are in this firm category of hate readers slash listeners slash. Yeah, mm. we have a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, we talked about glow offs and stuff in the first hour. And all the humor aside, there have been what appears to be a lot of stilted channels and glow-ups that are glommed onto this hidden history, Tartarian reset narrative. Whether it's talking about past resets and and subverted history or future resets. Um, I don't know. A lot of them, with the whole blow-up from You Aren't On recently, I think a lot of people are pushed into two camps. Mm. One that is still firmly in in the whole movement, and they are they are basically going full QAnon support of whoever their channel person is, and the other half is black pilled and doubting and skeptical now of even more channels. <laughs> well, what I saw what what I saw happen with Awaranon was this guy, as you mentioned, this guy comes out of nowhere, and. It's not just that he comes out of nowhere with great ideas. He's also got these incredibly high production value, polished, well put together videos with his distinctive voice, which was uh, like he used he uses voice modulating software and he's putting on an accent and he's doing all this other stuff. And all of it makes for this kind of saleable product where you have people like I mean, I've never seen anybody like explode onto the scene like in this manner. Whereas this guy comes on, and all of a sudden he's got seventy thousand Telegram subs in a few weeks, and all of us, me, myself included, we're all sharing his stuff, and we're mm-hmm. waiting for his new video to drop. And he's even got the videos set up with a teaser at the end of each video, like "Wait, there's a key. You don't have the key yet. Walk with me." <laughs> And it, was, and it got well. It's like it got. I need the key. Where's the key, though? Right. And it got more and I'm more. Every- sitting by this crackling fire right now, and I have a very deep story to share with you. A story about you. A story about me. A story okay, about okay. us. All right. Let's walk on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> But it will have to wait until the next video. <laughs> Every fucking time. 
so so he puts out all these videos and they're really good and he releases this amazing information some of it uh much of it was just mind-blowing stuff that we've never thought about before we've never heard of and it does seem to have a lot of credence as far as if you look at it you look at the setups of cities and you look at the uh rose windows and how they appear and how it does appear that objects were removed from these uh cathedrals and the whole idea of mercury being involved in the thing and the water connection and the star fort connection all this stuff right there's no way that all this stuff isn't that, that, that that there's not anything there right and then just a little while after he has this two volume series of videos, he comes out and he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, I like I visited this tourist shop in Lilliput and oh yeah, it was all bullshit. I mean, I found out how they make these buildings and it totally checks out. I, all I had to do is read this book that I bought at the tourist section of uh, Lilliput. Liver, the, Liverpool. The, what was he calling the people? Lilli- Liver. It was Liverpool. Pudlians. It was Liverpool, and he was calling Liverpool them. Pudlians, he was calling them Liverpudlians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah I assume no, that's the correct word, but it's which just, is what they actually I call thought, them. I yeah. thought he said Liverpudwhackers, but like no. it was just like I'm that's not just, sure what I was hearing. That's what you heard. You heard. See, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I wondered if he was. What was start... the last? What was the last time you guys had called somebody a pudwhacker? I don't think I've ever called Never. anybody a pudwhacker. What about a rump ranger? I've never. I have. I may have called someone yeah. tallywhacker or something. Tallywhacker. Tallywhacker. I was wondering if he was anyway. going to go down the faking space uh, rabbit hole and start selling like cannabis products. Who, and, you are? Uh, <laughs> you are actually. Well, he's. Start throwing those at the end of the videos. Being in Britain, being in Britain, you can you can do that kind of stuff. That's where I, when I used to when I used to grow pot, that's where I used to get my seeds from. Was this? All the seed companies are based out of Britain. All these California seed companies and whatever, all their distribution centers are in uh, steroids. Yep. Yeah, steroids wanna, yep. Similar with England, actually. You want to yep. talk about a grift? That that channel is a grift. What faking space? Yes. Oh, now it's completely the arbiter of truth. The the total and sole arbiter of truth. Yeah, filthy moppet poofta. Wow. God wow. isn't real. Buy my cannabis. Right. That was that was a worse British accent than Kevin Costner and Prince of Thieves. I wasn't doing I was just just like, yeah, that was the point that was supposed to be. I don't even think he's like that guy's he calls everybody Muppet and you know, Mong. Mong is a real is I mean, they're both real British insults. No, I know they are. I know like, they are, but like the way he does it. Yeah, my my friend from London uses Muppet a lot. He sounds like he, he sounds like he might be a little bit Northy. <laughs> but what are you going on about, you Muppet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sounds like oh my god. He sounds like a scrawny boomer Northy kind of to me. So how I picture how I picture faking space. So. Anyway, With he's probably not though. He's like a he's like a young Gen X from what I from what I gather. He's like forty or so. Anyway. So with all of this and all these hidden history channels, Tartaria, because mm-hmm. the whole Tartarian thing exploded, right? There are Bloomberg articles about it. Huge likening John Levi. Well, they brought up community to QAnon. Right. Well, speaking of speaking of guys that popped up really big, John Levi is one of those, right? But not right. not a, not as big as Ewar, maybe. But pretty, pretty freaking large considering uh, the alternative history community, right? 
and come to find out, you know, it's Jonathan Levenstein, obviously, but, uh, he was brought up in the Bloomberg thing. So that that's another mainstream, you know, eyes on this now. Um, and UR pops up, I don't know where, like, like you said, Skull, 70,000 Telegram subs right away. Um, two full series of videos. And then he goes, well, now I don't know if people know this, if people even know who the hell UR is. Actually, what if, do you think anybody who listens to us doesn't know that? UR and on everyone. Yeah, they, if you're Every, listening. Everyone in these circles knows. All right, all right, all right. I didn't want to have to do that. But yeah, so... Then after his two huge, you know, beautiful, well-produced, amazing, jaw-dropping, you know, series about the lost history of Flat Earth and what on earth happened, all of a sudden, he goes to, to Liverpool, visits their cathedral there, visits their cathedral's gift shop. At the cathedral gift shop, finds the authorized... Um, biography uh with the with the construction of the building there and boom all of a sudden he has an epiphany why couldn't he have an epiphany after reading a book on like crystal palaces right 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 he has an epiphany he has an epiphany he has a he has a paul on the road to damascus moment he turns it around and now now cathedrals can be built by people with bootstraps well and and another thing he tried to show some old photograph of the kilns, oh. the brick kilns right. in the desert. And, you know, the other guy that the other guy, John Levy, he was not, he's not impressed with the, what, what appears to be a very doctored photograph of people sort of looking like they're standing on these kilns. Mm-hmm. And he's actually physically been there. So well, they're they're like, in Utah. That's the thing is, John Levi goes to I, places I, that he actually knows. He actually knows. He actually takes. He goes there with his dog. He takes his drone. He you know he takes all of his own footage. So uh, he actually has I think, footage of those that he's been that he's when he's been there, right? And I think the, he nicknamed Iwerinon Systems Pet in, in the last video. If I if I'm really? not mistaken. Yeah, he Oof. he had he had a very uh, derogatory nickname for him. He was not he was not you know, for a guy that se- that's pretty chill. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Yeah, he was he was uh, uh, Grognak. Did you watch the John Levy video I'm talking about? Do do you do you recall what nickname he had for wearing on? Was it I, Systems Pet? It was something very similar that I picked up on that also. I thought that was, I'm gonna I think have it's to funny he out. doesn't give them the the. the the credit of even saying his name. That's great. So, but anyways, so you are goes to Liverpool, sees this book. Now, all of a sudden, everything he says about cathedrals, he has to change because now this one could have been, could have been built by horse and buggy people could have been built in the time frame, you know, could have been all of these things could have been done, could have been done. We have, we have, we have the documents. Then, he went on uh, someone who had who had in before Iwaranon. I guess he, I guess Wood Nichols hadn't heard of Iwaranon until Iwaranon went to Liverpool. This is this is the way I, I'm reading it. I could be wrong. Yeah, this is a recent thing, right? So, but Wood and Nichols used to do videos with John Levi doing like. This is Tartarian type stuff. This is Tartarian architecture. These are Tartarian buildings. This is all right. Doing all that, right? Doing all, doing the bit. Um, and then all of a sudden, he but, found. Uh, for clarity, when we say Tartaria, we're just using a word to describe right. buildings that 
would don't have a, a explanation outside of like the standard explanation doesn't fit. It doesn't mean like we think everything was built under one. Around one right. It wasn't one global yeah. governance that built these. It's just these are the impossible architecture buildings that we're talking about, right? The uh the Penn Station right. type buildings, right? Um so and that was what that was what happened. He had seen the Penn Station um I guess one of one of his original videos was like, well, nobody's ever seen, you know, uh, blueprints of this, this, and this. And then he found the blueprints of this, this, and this. And uh, he's got to change his mind on this now. He's like, no, these things were built by, definitely built by people, you know, definitely built by people in that time. And, you know, there's they have the documentation. I've actually physically seen. He actually physically saw. I mean, it wasn't the, the um, Penn Station, but he saw the documents for a building on that same block that is in the same grouping of buildings that Penn Station was supposed to be built within, right? So... That means all of those, well, yeah, and, you know, that means all those are true. Well, and he went to like the Rhode Island mansions and mm-hmm. uh, saw what was behind all the Gilded Age architecture. You know, it was all it was all plaster and gold filigree. But when you look behind it, it's rotting wood. Right. And stuff. So, right. Well, right. I mean, a, things lot, like a that. lot of very, a lot of very fancy buildings are really not so fancy once you start pecking at it. Exactly. Right. But I don't think that that has any bearing on. It still it still doesn't explain like Roman architecture in the Western U.S. with little to no infrastructure and no brick kilns that weren't sixty eighty miles away. Right, and it, again, yeah. well, so, it, it but, doesn't explain wait, those wait. giant hotels in the middle of frozen Canada either that that supposedly were put together in two years. Right, right. wait, wait, or wait, 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 wait. We're skipped in the middle of the desert in Utah or all these areas all over the world that don't have any explanation outside of this and what they the problem is that they can take so this is how these guys work is they they set up this um narrative where they're like see i showed you how this one building was built therefore all of the questions that you have have been answered now you don't have any questions anymore and then there's a group of people who are just like oh yeah see tartaria because they put everything under this one word tartaria and then they show you how they built one building, and then they call that building Tartarian architecture. And then they see, they say, "See, here's how it was done. It was done with these brick kilns in this area, with this masonry by these master masons, and therefore it can be done all over the place. And every single thing that you had, every single question that you ever had about any of this is now answered. Don't look into this any further, Goy. And it's like, no, no, wait. There's still." Tons of buildings that have absolutely no explanation whatsoever, no matter what kind of explanation you may have for this one particular area or building or whatever. Like there's insane asylums in deserts where the quarry is an hour away by car and the fucking thing is so big, you would have trouble building it to this day. You know, it's like, how did that get built? How did all these other buildings get built? What were the things that Awaranon was talking about? in his videos before he just completely disavowed everything that he had done up to that point, like magnetotrons and electric uh, connections and power sources and all these things. Sure. And yeah. It, uh, free energy and ether and, uh, well, he hasn't completely, cymatics. he hasn't completely gone back on the cymatics and the ether and all of that, but he's the construction stuff is what he's, he's starting to, you know, pull away from. Uh, but like Reinhardt said a few minutes ago, you know, n- nobody's debunked. The Crystal Palace. Nobody's nobody's yeah. debunked. I want to see somebody debunk the Erie Canal. What is yeah. it? Seven thousand foot yeah. elevation change without a single, yeah. not one professionally trained civil engineer on the entire crew. 
you know, be- amazing. Before I pop, before I pop out here, I've got to go to work. Um, but there is, there's an issue here. It's these people are pushing a one size fits all solution or narrative to all of these different moving pieces. Mm-hmm. And when that one size fits all solution doesn't work anymore, or they can't grift off of it anymore then they'll go back on it or they'll just stop doing these things. But there is no one size fits all solution. Just like there was, you know, these, these resets and, and mud floods and everything, they don't all just happen at once for the entirety of the realm. The only realm wide reset that occurred was the flood in the past. Everything else is done in spurts little by little in different areas, depending on what the plan is. So you have wars, you have mud floods, um, you have, just different population agendas. In some areas, they completely flub the population. They probably flub the population for the entire uh, world. Um, but there is no one-size-fits-all answer to all of this. Just like Tartaria is not a one-world, massive, free-energy empire that once existed. Well, I mean, if you read James Lee, it is. Well, yeah. We all have but James, James Lee's also- book. I'm pretty sure... Everybody here has a copy of James Lee's book. So But he didn't but he didn't write anything that was incredibly mind blowing. He gave just surface level kind of looks into certain things and provoked more questions and put together so, a lot of really nice photographs. Is that Man, the guy he, with, he got yeah, he got that One World Tartaria book put together pretty quickly after the you know, the video phenomenon of talking about this thing started occurring. I, well, he I was, basically used impressive. Wikipedia level, sur- surface level Wikipedia type explanations for things. Say, and then he says some pretty crazy shit at the very beginning of the book, too, where, where he just like tries to alienate as many people as possible at the yeah. very start. Right. It's I'm like, whoa. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm still going to read your book. I saw all of those words that you put down there. And I'm still going to read because yeah, I saw some pretty pictures. I, w- I saw some pretty pictures while I was thumbing through it the first time I was on the toilet reading it, you know. So, uh, there's some crazy shit. He's like, Christ was born in the year 700 and wasn't a real person. He was just a construct. And Genghis Khan was like uh, the actually the king of England. And you're just like, whoa, whoa, hold well, on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Christ was a Byzantine emperor. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, the Byzantine emperor Christ theory. That was a little bit out there. I'm like, wait a minute. You are contradicting so many other contradictory conspiracy theories that I have not really latched onto but read about. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, none of these, I've heard of none of these, and I've heard of every conspiracy, okay, guy? I hate to drop this and run, and run out of here, but, like, Skull, like, you were talking about how, you know, CIA, Alphabet, whatever, how they push forward all these extreme, crazy, out-there ideas when they want to get in front of something. Oh, Jim Lee? Um, And push the... uh, you know, push the the realistic or the logical interpretations that could be, in some way, um, believable. They make sure those are pushed to the bottom of the catalog. Yeah, actually, that was what I was trying to get to about the Iranon stuff. Is like, how effective is it if they took all of these great ideas, like the magnetotrons and the free energy and the all the different uh, ways that the cities may have served as some sort of power generation thing and then they're all being connected by water via star forts etc etc and put all that information out there and then later put out a new video and says oh wait guys i figured all this out this is all 
can be disregarded. All that stuff can be disregarded. And then what that does is in a large group of people, it says, oh, see, Tartaria equals can be explained equals that was all bullshit. And now I can dismiss any talk of that whatsoever, just like calling someone a flat earther. Oh, you're a flat earther. Right. Oh, you say we didn't go to the moon? What are you, some kind of flat earther? I can just dismiss everything you say and I don't have to listen to you at all. Trigger, MK Ultra trigger word. Right. Mud flood. <laughs> Mud flood. He said the yeah. word. He said the line. Say the line. All right, guys. I'm, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna run out. Um, all right, I, guess I will see you all. We'll see you all soon. Yeah. All right. Later, bro. See you around. Yeah. Have a blessed night. Have a good night, guys. Have fun at work, Wagey. Oh wait, I gotta go on. I gotta go so, back on Monday. So, so one of the so one of the episodes we did this season, Johnny, was yes. our very long episode on the Georgia Guidestones. It was long, but that was because we recorded one part of it earlier, thinking it was going to be part of a shorter series. But yeah, anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. Georgia Guidestones. Um, have you seen some of the redditor responses to the the Georgia Guidestones being a? Uh, being taken down. I have. Are we? Does this mean we're done with Tartaria? Oh, I, I thought we, I thought we were done. To I don't know. Tartaria. Right. Skull, do you have anything else that you want to say on the subject of, of the mud flood Tartaria hidden history weird flip flop of like guys like Iwaran on uh, what they're doing? Um, anything before we move? Well, I, I mean, I said the most of what I was going to say, but just like. The main takeaway point, in my opinion, is that obviously there are things that the system is working really, really hard overtime now. And I think that we should take that as a positive to where you see somebody like a Warren come out and you see these highly polished videos that have obviously had so much work and um, the information that's put into them and the delivery, all of the all of it together in order to grab people's attention and then subvert it and move it away and then dismiss all of that stuff, right? And we see this happen over and over and over again. Alex Jones is the easiest example of how they do this, right? Like, Alex Jones will throw a lot of shit that's totally true out there. That's why the meme about Alex Jones called this or Alex Jones was right about this thing exists because he does tell the truth. He does give you access to this high-level stuff. But then there's the problem is he says certain things that are ridiculous or he acts ridiculous or he's presented in a way that the system can go, oh, see, he's just this crazy lunatic conspiracy theorist. And then everybody's like, oh, Alex Jones said that. Now I dismiss it outright. But in my opinion, the fact that they spend so much resources in putting these people out there and putting these videos out there and setting up these grand operations like this shows that like we must be onto something and they must really not like it like what we're finding out it must be some sort of a threat to them or they wouldn't spend so much in resources in trying to subvert people away from it so um and it just happens to be the exact subjects that we're the most interested in that we cover the most so and in all in all i think it's a positive you think all this is a positive okay I don't know. My whole thing about the Awareanon guy is that it's a guy that's making it's it's a guy that's making very slick content, mm-hmm. and he can he can walk back anything that he has talked about. He you know he's perfectly entitled to do that, but just don't be such a ham-fisted ass about it. He is 
He right. isn't like, ham fisted ass about it. He says things like, you know, like it things he just like, said a month ago. Don't make fe- don't make yeah, me don't feel make, bad don't for try believing to make me you. Feel stupid, right? Yeah, don't try to make me feel stupid. You know, like, you're the one that came out with the material. I was like, whoa, wow, this is right. awesome, <laughs> and this is great, and you're probably right. And now he, you did all this research, and now, wow, dude, look at this. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this guy. Hey, look at this guy. Hey, look at that guy. I guess somebody well actually him into looking at a Liverpudlian cathedral you know, official narrative book. And somehow that got him to change his mind. And the other thing was the bricks. He found a brick magnet or like some guy who was able to make bricks and like women, you know, were women and girls were working at these brick factories. And apparently if women and girls could make bricks, then these people, you know, if girls could make bricks, come on guy, you know, like, but doesn't account for the fact that things like the, um, the Utah state hospital, was began according to you know according to Wikipedia began I don't know if that means it was built then but probably built a couple years beforehand so but it began six years before these um, brick companies were even open in Salt Lake which was what sixty miles away by without roads right so it still doesn't explain that you know there's a lot of things that these these things that he's going back on still don't explain and. It, it puts a lot of confusion out there because he was the biggest name in all of this. He's still got a chat on Telegram that's got thousands of people in it. That's still, I, I'm in it. I've got it muted. And there's like thousands of like 5K plus on my. I've been told Telegram. they'll ban you for going against his narrative as well. So yeah, absolutely. If you go against there, there are completely, you know, if you're like still like, dude, uh, last week you said this was real. And now all of a sudden you say it's not like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you just reaffirmed everything, all my faith in God by making me believe by, you know, you that making me believe that you believe that all this stuff was God's creation and that they were following ball. You know what I mean? It's kind of like mm-hmm. a shitty thing to do to religious people, too. And it does get a lot of religious people to stick their heads up. Um, I think there's a, I think there's a massive push. I think there's a massive push for an anti-Christian movement uh, in the West you know, pushing their, pushing their religion to atheism and liberalism and Judaism. I don't yeah, have to repeat absolutely. myself, but yeah. Also the thing about like, if he can come out with one video and says, Oh, I explained this building. So therefore everything else is explainable mm-hmm. by the same standards. Then we, right. can, we can say the same thing and say, well, you know what? Utah state hospital exists, so you can't explain it. Therefore there's all these other things you can't explain. Right. So same thing. Like the crystal your, palace. Your same video thing. doesn't count. Right. I mean, I I will I will go back to my beginning point in Ames all monument. of this is you cannot go to Ames Monument and then look at the Wikipedia explanation as to its existence and tell me that the two things represent reality. No, that, that doesn't make sense the, in when reality. When you put them together, it doesn't. It does not make any sense in any person's reality. The amount of mental gymnastics you would have to do to believe what the what the bronze plaque at Ames Monument says, or the Crystal Palace, I'm a, or or you know, I'm what, opinion more and more and more that any place that has a bronze plaque is uh, the plaque is lying, no yeah. matter what. I mean, that's the whole thing. But they wouldn't put it on the plaque if it wasn't true. Like, well, right. I mean, you know, they wouldn't put it in the textbook. They wouldn't put it on the news if it wasn't true. Like. Like, there's that stupid meme. I don't know. They always, like, have different people in the meme. It's, like, either Julian Assange or this guy or Snowden or whatever. 
And it's like, you know, if you think the news being fake is bad, where do you take a look at history? Yep. And of course, and, and that's absolutely factual. Like what we know about history, what we think to be true is completely fabricated. When you look at the fact that Robert Maxwell's, a company that Robert Maxwell owns or owned is responsible for uh, most of the textbooks of the you know 20th century for public schools. Absolute Mossad agent. Oh, wow. What a, what a surprise. You know? and, and again, and other things, like if, if you can look at that, what that one woman in China did on Chinese Wikipedia with the history of Russia, yeah. that was fucking amazing. One woman. But imagine what legions of Jews with the internet and books or, or legions of, of Jews and, and um, you know, writing hist- historical books, writing religious texts, writing re- making religions out of nowhere, you know? What they can do... What, what's what they can very interesting... With Hollywood, imagine what they've been doing with history, you know. And now, and now they're deleting things all over the internet. The internet archives are oh, are diminishing at, at a at a vast rate, and nobody can do anything about it. Right, you know? because you know, it's so just the like internet all, all the websites you don't visit anymore, and you just took for granted would always be there, are disappearing, and nothing, nobody's archiving them. Like what? Because now, every, like what? Well. I don't have a list in front of me. It was an essay I was reading about it, uh, about the Internet Archives okay, uh, okay. deteriorating. And basically, basically, everybody's kind of taken for granted with these social media sites that everybody spends all their time on that a lot of the Internet was just going to stick around. And it's, it's not. You know, and, and the Internet Archives of these social media sites are disappearing as well. Yeah, dead so links. Oh dead man, the amount of dead links out there. Yeah, a lot of dead links. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like this is why we are at least me. I archive everything, like every single YouTube video. I download it every single time, and I'll link to the video, even though there's a, a live YouTube link. I'll download it and have it just because I know the things aren't going to be there. That's why there's all this great flat Earth material or nature of the universe material or whatever. If you don't like flat Earth. And you try to click it, and you're like, okay, I'm interested in that. I want to see how the southern latitudes work or somehow how the stars work in the southern latitudes. And it's like, oh, it's been removed from YouTube. It's like, why would YouTube want to remove something about how the stars work in southern latitudes? That seems like a very strange thing to remove from your website. And it wasn't removed by the, the creator. It was like it's been taken down or something like that. It's like, huh, isn't that interesting? Of course, Telegram may start doing that in the future as well. We don't know. Well, Telegram, I mean, Durov was on uh, out there with the World Economic Forum, wasn't he? In Davos? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He so. was a young global leader. So, you know, don't go yeah. thinking Telegram is, is anything different than any of these. No, all the stuff you places. say, look, dude, probably- all the stuff you say on Telegram yeah. is just as recorded as all the stuff you said anywhere else on any of your little scrying screens. If you think any of your scrying screens are safe, any of them, with your VPNs, I'm behind 12 proxies, I'm behind... Seven VPNs and twelve proxies and blah 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 blah. Yeah, sure, okay, dude. Oh, oh well, you know what? what? You know what? Physical records did not survive. Survive what? Being uh, exploded by the people that made them. Oh, what's that? The guidestones. Oh right, they did not survive. Yeah, the guidestones got no. blown up. They got blown up. Uh, there was an explosion at one of them, and then they just like. The construction company came in and took down the rest of them. They were like, no, 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 unless they're all whole. There was a clause. 16 hours later. Yeah. 
somehow. It's like a SpongeBob. No, three hours exactly, later. Exactly twelve hours later. Yeah. Okay, this is yeah. Twelve hours so, later. So, uh, as as seen on uh, Reddit, uh, fuck whoever destroyed the Georgia Guidestones. As an anthropology and history nerd, I fucking love the Guidestones. They were meant to exist for centuries. Dot dot dot. For future generations to discover. In the case of an apocalypse, they were meant to guide future tribal societies back to civilization. Dot dot dot. Now they're gone. Are you well, serious? They weren't built to survive much of an apocalypse if somebody could just blow them up. Hey, hey. That's what I'm saying. If some dude I, could just I, drop I, a I, fucking I, M80 down you, there. Yeah, because future, uh, fu- future American mystery meat uh, post-apocalyptic tribes would come up to there and see the Chinese and go, oh, that's what we're supposed to do. Hmm. <laughs> my ancestor. Yes. <laughs> the old my ancestor <laughs> meme. Yeah. No way, dude. No. When, some, when they finally do get, they finally do get here and they, there's nothing left other than like all the advertising on the side of buildings and buses and fucking billboards and stuff. Man. You imagine? They're like, it's a pregnant dude and a woman? What? A guy giving birth for Calvin Klein's? What? What happened to Mark Wahlberg? They're like, we... <laughs> dude. Yeah, anyway. Um, what do we have left? Mark Wahlberg may be the same thing, though. We don't know. <laughs> oh, the, well, the Guidestones, man. I mean, I don't know. I always, I always thought the Guidestones were kind of like a really obvious red herring right yes like a straw man and a red herring all at the same time right you know like sent well, there you know, look over look over here look at this look how terrible these people are these people are running the world oh my god they there's like this physical thing that you can point to and get really really angry about right and even you know occasionally deface but it will be cleaned off by whoever some sort of faceless group you know um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, and, and of course it's in Georgia, which is where they did, in fact, invent the Fed, Jekyll Island. Um, how far? What's the distance between Jekyll Island and uh, the Guidestones? Anybody know? Probably thirty-three miles or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, but I don't think so. I think it's, it's further away. But um, well. Well, uh, I think it was like exactly 666 miles from the World Trade Center or something crazy like that. I can't remember which one it was. But, I might have been DC. You know, I think. Of course, like of course. You know, I think it was like I think it might have been did. DC. Yeah, uh, DC, yeah, yeah, something there. Yeah, it was a Masonic temple in DC. Is that what it was? Maybe I don't know. I have to look that up. But. The Masonic. I think that's what it was. It was like the it was DC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. DC. I remembered something. My Alzheimer's, Uh-oh. my Alzheimer's is not so bad, right? I've been, uh, I've been detoxing from the aluminum. No, I'm kidding. Um, I need more uh, black walnut drops. Yeah, I was told don't black do the bent. Dude, drops. I heard some bad stuff about bentonite recently, and I'm like, oh man, I ate so much of that. I didn't eat a lot of it, just enough of it to do the one, the one cleanse earlier. Yeah, this year, it was but- enough of it in there, man. The bentonite was pretty gross. 
Dude, there's I have a ton left. It's like no, there's a lot. And like the amount you actually are supposed to, it it doesn't come in smaller amounts. You know, it only comes in that or like a five gallon size or something. It was something ridiculous. That's yeah. You don't need that much to do the cleanse, but you're gonna be left over with like an entire thing of it. Anyway, um. Yeah, the Guidestones, I don't know, man. I was, Like I said, I always thought it was a red herring, and now it's definitely, you know, look over here, shiny. Well, they're, they're, they're doing something. I don't, I don't know what they were doing. I don't remember what exactly they were, the, the other hand was doing while they were, you know, the public hand was doing the Guidestones thing. Um, but they're Whoever always... set it up is the same group that blew it up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, uh, I just... Rosicrucians or whatever you want to call them. Right, right. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't that significant of a megalithic structure. I went there in person. It wasn't that it wasn't that impressive. No, it, there know, was nothing it was, awe it was striking about it. Right? It was about as impressive as their brutalism architecture. You know, it was just sort of like the. It, okay, have you seen how like lame some of these sculptures are in front of the? You know some of their favorite buildings. Yeah, the what they're, and they're getting it worse. Was, they're getting worse. Yeah, like it was the it was the Stonehenge version of something like that. Right, right. There it are, wasn't yeah. impressive. No, like, yeah, there just, are Japanese graves that are the same kind of stone. That are some of them are similar size. Like it's not that amazing a feat of architecture to put something like that up. Right, but it's the Georgia Guidestones. Right, twenty whatever it was, twenty rules for humanity, or whatever. Did you see the the five hundred million? Have you heard of the five hundred million? Oh man, they said the entire population of the Earth should only ever be five hundred million. Man, this these people, man. Yeah, these people run the Earth, man. They put these stones up, man. Right, you know, in like ten different languages, man. So for like, you know, everybody after like the apocalypse, man, everybody could like figure it out, you know, man, they all come together because somehow this is where like the center of all of us civilization ends up after the apocalypse, of course, you know, man. (laughs) (laughs) They'll communicate it with the internet, of course. Yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan used to do a bit where he talks about like the apocalypse happening and everybody's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And they go off into the woods and then, you know, eventually come back down. And you've forgotten how to speak and stuff, you know. And you come down into the cities and you find all this stuff, you know, and technology. Like, you know, would you, would you know how to turn on it? Would you, would you still know how to turn on a phone? Could you make a phone work? You could never make a phone work. I mean, you know, I couldn't make a phone work right now. I can't. Yeah. Right? None of this stuff. We, none, of, none of us here, none of us here can make any of the technology that we're using right now. Or make any of it work without apparently demons, but you know, like if all of you'd if, to, what you'd have to get the power station running in the very beginning, and then you'd have to get the radio communication towers going, and then you'd have to have <laughs> all of the points of communication between you and them working and set up, and so it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna it's gonna suck not being able to talk to you guys all the time anymore. I know. I know. Skull, you gotta you gotta get everybody over here. No, we gotta get everybody over there. I don't know, something. Something. 
Everybody, yeah. everybody everywhere. Yes, everybody needs to be we everywhere. In Alaska. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, Alaska, maybe you know, closer to the closer to Hyperborea, closer to the uh, the lights, Northern Lights. Just gotta keep yourself dry and warm. Yeah. If you send us five hundred dollars, you a can month. get into the Hyperborea circle. A month. And, uh, a month. We'll, we'll let you into Hyperborea with us. A month. A month. Only once a year. Only yeah. Only yeah. Only for a month. After that, we got to kick you the f out. We, you Dude. get to have lunch with us in Hyperborea. Did you? Oh my yeah. god. There'll be snacks. There'll be snacks. <laughs> finger foods. There'll be there'll be there'll be yeah finger foods and snacks. Not an for, actual meal. For a thousand for a thousand dollars, you can uh, go snowboarding on the ice wall with us. <laughs> nice. You get a ride on the airship. Yeah, man. Could you imagine? Dude, five hundred bucks a month is more than a car, more than a car payment for a lot of cars. Just saying, a month. All I'm saying. For two, for for two thousand dollars, you can uh, fly over to Schwabenland with us in the uh, Der Glocken. Oh, speaking of new Schwabenland, um, <laughs> I was gifted this information. It might even have been this morning that Schwabenland was named for Klaus Schwab's family. Oh my! So new Schwab was a Nazi the whole time, guys. Yeah. Klaus Schwab. Well, I mean, of course he was. I mean, like, why wouldn't he be? Right. That doesn't mean anything. Like, dude, everybody, everybody who was anybody at the time was. Any sort of intellectual or, uh, you know, leader of finance or capitalism or any of that stuff, they were all, they were all members of the party, you know. Man, they had so many connections, like, before they became a part. Like, they were, they were, they were pretty big. And they had many connections. That's how you do it. Anyway, um, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go on mid-season break. What do you think, guys? All righty, then. Yeah. I got I, I got Chupacabras to tend to. Well, we got we got 60 episodes, 60-some-odd 60 episodes. I think we're 62, 3. This will be 63. Woo! And, yeah. And we're going to take a couple weeks off and come back. Johnny's just dropping the sixes. <laughs> 62 or 63 yeah um we're gonna take a couple of weeks off and come back and it'll be 9 11 time and uh coming up on the second half of the season it'll also be um uh sandy hook anniversary time coming up so we got a lot of, a lot yeah, of- i'm looking for i'm looking i'm looking forward to that one Oh man, a lot of big, yeah, a lot of big stuff to go on in the second half. A lot of guests, a lot more guests. We had a lot of guests in the first half of the season. Um, a lot of there, there will be guests in the second half as well. So there will be a creepy pasta at the end of this, as usual. Alt Skull will be joining us uh, in the second half of the season, as usual. Uh, Dogbot will be joining us in the second half of the season, as usual, as will Reinhardt and Grognak and myself and some other guys. Uh, Fash Gordon is going to be dropping by uh, and some other surprise guests. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be fun. 
All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we go on break? Thank you, everybody, and God bless you. Oh, wait. Uh, yes, thank you to everybody who sent us stuff. We, I forgot about that. We, we got some stuff in the mailbox. Um, again, thanks to Matt Landman for the Sparrow stuff and the Frankenskies DVD. Um, the United States of Cryptids book, J.W. Ocker. Um, I believe this is a preview copy. Is that preview copy? Remember that, DB? Um, and also uh, the Orb Pondering guy. Uh, there's one for me. Oh, I, I got an Orb Pondering guy? You got an Orb Pondering guy. Wow, that's really neat. Thank yeah. you very much. So yeah. It's going to go right next to my Aztec Death Whistle 3D printed. Yeah, it's a little bit smaller. There's roughly the same size, but it's a little bit smaller than that. It's still freaking cool, dude. It came with no. It's really, it's it's really cool that fans send us this stuff, and uh, I greatly appreciate it. Oh yeah, man. When fans go to to lengths to actually make something, you know, and send it in, and again, like a lot of people, you know, a lot of people send us a lot of very cool things. Um, yeah, I just saw a picture. And that looks awesome. Yeah, it's well. literally the orb pondering wizard, and there's a right. a gold orb and a blue orb. So you can ponder, you know, yes or no or whatever. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And the blue one is not even the same color as the gold of the guy. So it, I thought it was really well made. It's, it's extremely really cool. well made. Yeah, it's it's really creepy how how really well made it is. I like it a lot. Uh, thanks. Also, to our- my kids, my kids love the Aztec Death Whistle as well. Oh man, yeah. To my chagrin, at, at times. Really? Oh God. Well, I can't imagine. I, yeah. I- I, I can't imagine if my my kid had gotten a hold of that when he was at his most annoying stage. They he he did he did have this thing. It was the annoying orange. Oh yeah, and it was and, and it had like a, it had a it had a button on it. It had a button on it, and it had like ten different phrases that would come out of it. And one night while he was asleep, I hid it in the garage, and I like I couldn't refind it. Like I forgot where I hid it. And then when we were cleaning out the garage, I came across it. But he had far since grown out of it, and I started annoying him with it. <laughs> oh wow! There you go. Yeah. Circle. It's so weird. Circle of my life kids is have been doing the annoying orange lines with me as well. So it's like a double whammy. You're an apple. Oh boy. That's yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough uh, of that. I remember the the show was bad enough. I'm glad my son never got one of those things. Uh, gift idea for for Johnny's. No, he's he's outgrown all that. He's outgrown all that now. All right. Well, we are going to get out of here. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Take it easy. We'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. Long ago, there was a tower in the port city of Luskin, the host tower of the Arcane Brotherhood. Of those who found allegiance there. Only a handful were aware of the true nature of the archmage, Arklem Greeth. Greeth was a human in life, a man who rose to high levels of magical prowess, but whose blackened heart invited the attention of devils. Arklem Greeth was a dangerous man who had already prolonged his life with many wishes and used his evil connections to obtain the knowledge and procurement of lichdom. A powerful human who yearns for an overextended life is often seen delving into evil magics for what they need. 
and the morality in decisions is disconnected from one who drifts further and further from mortality itself. Thankfully, the dichotomy between a lich and his underlings finds a natural schism. The lich loses interest in the affairs of the living, and the living lose sight of the decaying form of their hero. In the case of Luskin and her host tower, there became a divide so great that the archmage had only his own aspirations in mind. A foul disconnect from the living turned Arklem Greeth's fall into the equivalent of a violent explosion. The Lich had a long life of study and plundering tombs, obtaining rare magic objects and scrolls unknown. He had concocted devices that were most devious in their performance. Magical means for extracting life essence, projectors that could amplify his persuasion over vast spans of land. He even reinvented the wheel when it came to classical torture devices, infused magical components to prolong the life and thus the suffering of his intended audience. However, it was this grand exit that had Greeth more filled with a curious excitement than he could ever remember in either his life or his unlife. The city had fallen. The lawless and brutal pirate cove of Luskin was under the vestige of a new and proud captain with a chip on his shoulder and gold coin backed by nobles in Waterdeep and strong companions who were unique in their prosperous endeavors. When you live an ancient life, you are bound to mix in some losses with the winds. And so, the grand exit was devised. Greeth set his favorite staff of magi into place, an instrument made to slowly apply pressure to the two ends of the staff. Quicksilver fluid pooled below the device, filling a container it sat within with the reflective magic liquid. The oblivious men in the entanglement below the host tower would not hear the marvelous crack of the staff. The blast was magnificent, brighter than the sun, and far more destructive. A bright spectrum of colors came from the initial flash. Flames came out in a ring around the host tower as the wave of forceful destruction spread in all directions, creating a circle of devastation. All the standing combatants found themselves lifted from their feet and thrown back from the blast. Some came in direct contact with the waves of flame and caught in the conflagration immediately. A heat so extreme it melted shields and parapets alike. Stones smoldered, and some men turned to bone or cinder before their bodies even fell. Others were thrown by bolts of lightning, energy crackling through them, bleeding from their ears, and some with hands or feet blowing off as the voltage ripped from inside them. Some were caught in the strange rippling of frost that came through the explosion. A flurry of ice shards as large as spears drove through ally and enemy alike, 
as a fragmentation-like effect left them rolling and screaming, impaled and flayed with chunks large and small. The ice was accompanied by a gust of wind that bit with a chill strong enough to freeze the lungs of those it burst into. A bitter end stealing the cries from those who were left, shredded by blades of ice. Next came a curious polymorphic blast that went out alongside the destruction to give a comedic and sadistic effect to the once living. It turned the dead and the living into strange anamorphic atrocities that became mutilated in the waves of odd and entangling magic. The magic waves rippled over Luskin again and again as the explosions faded from its pressured confinement and found its way back to the ethereal strands of the multiverse. When it ended, there were no screams, no dying pleas, nothing but silence. When Greeth left his abode, teleporting to a deeper enclosure that had acted as his next haven, he was only in regret that he could not witness the catastrophic event that ended all life above in the city formerly known as Luskin. He held the green gem that served as his phylactery in his bony hand and lifted it to meet his gaze. He stared at the swirling soul inside the stone, his soul. And then he set the gem down upon his shelf and considered his contingencies. <laughs>